in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome into the Mike Rutherford Show. Thursday, May 26th here in lovely Louisville, Kentucky. It's actually not so lovely today, but that's fine. Don't let anybody tell you any differently. It's always lovely here. Lovely now that you're here. Always lovely now that you're here. Trevor Kelsey in the Flames t-shirt. He's ready. He's raring to go for game six tonight. That's night? I'm assuming so. I, th- I mean, I know they lost game five the other night. Nope. Two nights ago. Yeah. Typically, these, these series go on a every-other-day basis. I'm assuming that they're going to play. I'm still reeling from what the Avalanche did last Ooh, night. I didn't see it, but I saw I saw the, the score in the headline. I'm not happy. Not happy. I'm, I'm not happy. With, I'm not happy with one per- person in particular. The goalie? Look, Darcy Kemper sucks. Is that the goalie? The Avalanche have every other – let's use the phrase. It's the Rutherford Show trademark. The Avalanche have every other box checked. They've checked it all. They didn't re-sign That's my boy. the show, check the box. Check the box with Mike Rutherford. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. Actually, I kind of like it. Kind of flows. Not bad. Yeah. CTB. <laughs> they did not sign Grubauer after last offseason. Bastards. Ended up going. He's now a member of your boys, the Seattle Kraken. He's yeah. the goalie over there. Signed a big deal. Smart and man. He knows, he knows where the winners were. They get Darcy Kemper, a career backup on the Chief. They think he's going to be their backup this year. He ends up being the better of the two goalies. The, the, the backup sucks. He's no Darcy the Cat. He's just not not very good. And to his credit, like he's been pretty good most of the season and, and most of the postseason. Last night, absolute trash. And he ruins what would have been an all-time performance and an all-time series-ending goal from Nathan McKenna. Did you see the goal that put him I out? Didn't. I saw. I just. I saw they blew a three nothing lead, and the goalie, I guess, had had thirty saves up until the like the last quarter last period and then he started giving up things left and right or so they blow a three nothing lead and then McKinnon something straight out of a video game where like you take one guy, he's like at the blue line of his like totally other end of the ice, skates through like every player. Basically it takes on the entire blues team. <laughs> like Deke's like three different guys, puts the triple puck, Deke? Puts the puck between his legs, goes top shelf, like one of the most amazing goals you're ever going to see. Like looks like a video game goal. And you're nice. and two minutes are left, you're thinking, man, series ender, thank God no comeback. We're feeling good. Blue score with 52 seconds left. Goes to overtime. Kemper allows the weakest goal of all time, like six minutes into OT. And I'm Walt White lying, dead, breaking bad at the end. Dead. I don't he understand. Dies. He dies. He's dead. 55 bullet holes all over his body. That was me. Dead. You should be nice to someone who can spoil so many things for you. Literally, 
that's the one thing that I've spoiled, and I don't like, feel yeah, bad. It's like, been off the air for ten years. You've given up like like not trying to voice spoil. Now you're just rubbing it in my face. <laughs> it's just one, and now that you already know it, there's no point in not accentuating oh, no, it. No, no, they're just making a point. Like you don't have to make a point, Frank. You don't. You don't just. You He's have to dead. Prove it. Dead. Dies. He's not coming back. Cancer. <laughs> Any sort of sequel, he's not going to be a part of it. You know why? He is dead. He's not going to be in Better Call Saul. He is dead. Um, so th- that's the end of our hockey update. But it is Oilers Flames game six tonight, uh, nine thirty ESPN. Rangers Hurricanes the game before that series is tied two two. The Flames are down three one. So I said game six, actually game five. We're down three one. I thought it was down three two. Down three one. That's not good because the Flames were the number one seed too, weren't they? But you've got your T shirt on. I do. The Flames I, are not the number one seed. The Lancers are the number one seed. Oh, they were? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you are, you, you have the t-shirt on. I feel like it's going to bring good vibes. It is. I don't have any, and I don't have any, and you know what? I don't even own an Oilers shirt. That's, yes, yeah, clearly. Flames, bet the house. It's over. We're going to feel good. I wonder why they ever got an Edmonton Oilers shirt. I don't know. It'd like be right up my alley, wouldn't it? I mean, they, you know. it seems like it. We're here until six o'clock. We've got plenty to talk about today. We've got scheduling madness on the men's basketball side. Everybody wants to play Louisville. Who is Louisville going to play? Which rivalry series do you want to be re- reenacted? It, it's a. I love your picture, by the way, on the. Uh, it's so good. That, that that that's a game that is one of those most memorable game, more memorable games in my childhood. I wish it was memorable for better reasons. That well, yeah, because we got to be like twenty five. I remember, bad. yeah, it was one pretty. By the way, we're talking about the the picture of Dwayne Moore and Calvert Chaney going like chin to chin yeah. in the uh, was it ninety three? I want to say I was it was ninety two or ninety. It was either ninety two or ninety three. Now I can't remember exactly which one. I, all I remember is it was Sweet Sixteen. Oh yeah, cause yeah. Louisville, Louisville had that stretch like from like the late eighties on where they just couldn't get past the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, all I remember about the game was. Because I was young, I think I was in second grade, first grade, but I remember I was making my first communion that weekend, and like we had like a that night, the night of the Sweet Sixteen game, you had like a night before thing. It was an old old mother good council right over in your stomping ground. Oh grounds. yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I know MGC. Because at that time I was a public school kid, but we went to church at MGC, and so I had to do my my first communion with all these kids that I didn't know. So whatever. I, we go over there. We have to have this thing, this like you know, orientation for First Communion or whatever the hell it is, and it's happening during the Sweet 16 game. And oh, no. The priest is like apologizing to all the parents out there. He's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and so we, like, my, I, I can tell. It's one of those moments where, like, I'm. He, he knows where priorities lie, right, doesn't he? <laughs> it's one of those times where you're supposed to be too young to really pick up on the overall mood of your parents if they're not, like, screaming and yelling or, like, jumping up and down excited. But I just, even as, like, a seven year old kid, I'm looking at my dad and, like, this man is bleeping furious like, like this man is about to just he wants to strangle every person here so we like fly home after the after the, this is over and we catch the very end of the first half and louisville's kind of making a little bit of a comeback and damon bailey splashes what it was like actually a 25 footer but in my mind it's like a half court full like, like full yeah. court heave right before the end of the half to just completely kill the momentum and then they just that was a good indiana team was the 92 93 season sorry so 93 yeah I always get because Indiana had like a sweet six, elite with the lead eight, and then like final four back to back years up for you. That was that was the last Bobby Knight run. Because right th- this year they got beat in the elite eight, correct? The ninety three team they lost. The oh game yeah, after yeah, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. So that's the picture on today because we got oh, the Kansas. I believe. Yep, that's the Kansas. Because yep. we've got Indiana scheduling news. Indiana wants to play us, and usually like this is a. It's a sexy off-season topic. You know, which old rival do you want back on the schedule? Is it Cincinnati? Is it Memphis? Is it West Virginia? Is it, in, is, you know, whoever? I don't know if Indiana was even a real rival, technically. I mean. Yeah, I think, I think you get a lot of pushback there. Okay. This year, it's kind of a legitimate topic because we, we have Memphis State now calling us out. They want to play. We've mm-hmm. got Indiana calling us out. They want to play. 
we might be able to pick and choose. We've got Indiana calling Kentucky out, too, saying they're scared to play. They are. That's going to be fun. So we can get into that talk. Uh, also, Jeff Greer had some scheduling tidbits on his uh, newsletter today that we can discuss. We've got uh, sad news in the world of uh, pop culture, movies, yeah, Ray Liotta. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I want to get your reaction to AEW last night for a solid 45 Ooh. seconds. That's going to we're. we're <laughs> I'm going to cap you there. We've got a mystery. Is that my new cap, 45 seconds? 45 seconds. Because for you, that means like seven minutes and 20 seconds. We like, need to get a clock in here or something. We can sponsor this somehow. We're going to have to do that. <laughs> 45 seconds wrestling update. So we've got that going on. We've apparently got a new football mystery recruit because all of the current players in the class are doing the thing where it's like, here we go. Another one. Another OGs. one. Another one. Like doing the DJ Khaled thing. Like. <laughs> I'm curious as to who it is. I hope I, I hope it's not one of the guys that we think it is because we're everybody's just assuming, you know, Madden Sanker, he's going to commit to Louisville eventually. Every time he's at one of these camps, he's wearing U of L socks. Uh, Javin Simpkins, there's a lot of buzz around his socks, name. Really? I'm hope yeah. He wore them to win back to back state wrestling championships. So like he I okay. mean it seemed to be a solid indication of where he's leaning, but he's the number four offensive lineman in the entire country. I don't even know Louisville socks. You know, I have a couple pairs. So we, I'm kind of hoping it's somebody out of the blue, like a random four star that we haven't even like something cool we haven't even heard of. Because it feels like we've got these guys pretty well in check. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Maybe also, we'll revisit the the mystery recruit talk. Pierce Clarkson on the hoop side. There's a new development there. I'm excited about. We can talk about that. And I thought we'll, we figured that one out. Well. We may have. Oh, there's a, there's a wrinkle. I, I'm trying to tease here. We don't Ooh. we don't need to give more info than we need to get. It's a twist. We'll talk about that, and we'll hear from you. Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. You know it. You love it. You use it. Uh, Thorntons, we love them. We use them because they're everywhere. There are 16,234 area Thorntons locations. That's because they know what they're doing. They've got the best inside service, the best outside service, the best rewards app, which is that refreshing rewards app. They've got the refreshing rewards program that you can be a part of. There are plenty of ways to save every time you stop into one of those 35,632 area Thorntons locations. And use that text line while you're there. Hey, pump gas at Thorntons. Send the Thornton's text message, 502-414-1450. We'll read your questions, your comments, your thoughts, your concerns, your topic ideas from now until 6 o'clock. I don't believe, I said 6 o'clock, I don't believe we have baseball or anything else cutting into us early today. No, no, the uh, the bats uh, will be uh, pregame starts at 6.05 tonight. And speaking of, Nick Kern will be doing that pregame. He's going to be on our show at 4.15. Yep. Talk, it's a big weekend out at Slugger Field. They've got a couple of big-time promotions tonight. They play a rare, a rare Monday game for the um, on the holiday. Correct. And they've got a big uh, Memorial Day Eve thing going on yep. Sunday night. They've got, uh, of course, Thursday, Thursday tonight. My babysitter was over at the house. She was heading out with her family tonight. She's excited about that. Tomorrow, they've got a, a promotion. I think it's the Hops and Hounds uh, with you know, beer and dogs. Your babysitter over 21? Yeah. she's she's has four adult children. <laughs> I don't know. I just always picture babysitter being like the teenage girl or something. Well, we have multiple. We have. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. You're, you've got multiple babysitters. Well, they, I mean, we'd have one if they could be there every day, but we can't. Money bags, Rutherford. No, I mean, <laughs> you've got to have somebody every day, Trev. You can't. We work every day, so you can't just have two days. You can't pick and choose which days of the week you can have child care. Fancy exercise, bikes, and finance managers. And babysitters, <laughs> Baby, God forbid. Just babysitters just oozing everywhere. He's got a different one every day of the week. What day is the day, Mary? Thursday? Oh, that's today's babysitter. I mean, yeah, that's kind of how it works. <laughs> if we could have one for, we've got her three days a week. We've got Mary's mom comes in town one day a week. And then uh, we've got Madison, who's a L student, or just graduate from L. She comes on Friday. So, yeah. You, I mean, Trevor, you got to have people watch your kids. Does she, get like, does she get, like, intern cre- like credit for babysitting as a L student? No. 
It's babysitting. I don't know. Wagner, one of the classes they offered at Wagner was child management. Well, this this is not Wagner. It just tells you like where where, where our perspective was with our ladies in the high school. Hey, we're just going to teach you how to deal with a kid right now while you're a sophomore before they send you to tap. (laughs) I don't know what to do with you already today. Um, I texted, I just checked the text line. The guy who's like the biggest, you know, a lot of the KRC people, are uh, this is the first thing I noticed when I started working here? Like the KRC textures are insanely negative. Like UK fans just love being mad, and they've got so less to be mad about than we do, and yet they're just they're they're, they're sniping at each other. Like the, I, I think Roush and Walker also like kind of like it a little bit. They're like getting into it with the text line. Oh, yeah. They're like going back and forth. But there's the one guy. It's the guy who texts in every now and then when he's listening to our show. Who's like. Who's more annoying, like Scooter Dingus or Mike Rutherford and all this stuff? Like it, it, Every single one of his texts is just he's pissed off about everything. And today it was Nick Kern's the biggest piece of crap you've ever let come on your show. I guess, I guess Kern was on KRC too. <laughs> I'm just kind of curious. I'm like, really? I mean, he's a over, huge U of L fan. Over me? Thank you, Texer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this guy's. Are you telling me somebody's setting the bar for me? I mean, I'll, challenge accepted. His text before that is <laughs> Justin Dingus can suck it. Loose City can suck the biggest one. Soccer sucks. I'm glad both Louisville <laughs> soccer teams lost. Like, just this guy's just angry at everything all the Why time. Is he so mad? I don't know. It's, it's okay. St. Pete's is not going to happen every year. Texas says, <laughs> Texas says, fancy rich Mike over here brushing his teeth. <laughs> I did go to the dentist this morning. I know you did because I was here when you got the uh, the reminder call. That's right. Two days ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a, you know, everybody I think is, were, were you afid of the dentist back in your dentist days? <laughs> yes. Was not a fan of the dentist. Nobody's a fan, but I think people have fears for different reasons. Like, I mean, I'm not afraid, I guess, because I have, I mean... I mean, I've, I've, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can handle pain a little bit. So, yeah, the, the the pain doesn't bother me. Yeah. The, the kind of the the, the, no, the feeling of like them picking at your teeth, kind of. I, mean, I when, also, you, when you get six root canals at a time. Oh God! At one time, yeah, you you can kind of give over the fear. One of my fears is always like you know when they're, they're doing like when they're like they're getting really in there with the pick and they're like pulling. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna pull a tooth out. Like it's, it's like this feels very That's uncomfortable. Hard, yeah. But here's the the one fear that I have that I wonder if anybody else has because I think most people with dentists it's just like. They fear the pain. They fear like they're just like it's uncomfortable. It's just it's, it's an awkward position. It's an awkward feeling. But when they're doing the teeth cleaning, they've got the little pick in there. I always I'm always scared of this, and I wonder if it's ever happened anywhere. I'm afraid they're going to drop the pick down my throat. Like, what if she just like people drop stuff all the time? Well, doesn't it have like a like a a wire or something connected to it? I don't think so. <laughs> Am I have I not been looking at this closely for the last thirty years of my life? I mean, doesn't, doesn't it have like a yeah? Doesn't it like connect? Because then it like shoot like water out of it too as well. Well, no, that that's different. They have like the little like the, the suction. Like I hold like I don't know how it goes at every dentist. I hate but that damn suction. Like you thing. like like I hold the suction myself. Like she hands it to me and she's like you know if, when she cl- when she puts the water in my mouth then like I do the suction thing myself. Okay. This is a I'm 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 skating very. Oh, I'm not to men- very not carefully. to mention the YouTube video would have been perfect for that situation. Yeah. Where you're like, I just put the suction right in my mouth. But so, yeah, I know. I was doing the Charles Barkley the churro thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, I, when she's doing it, like I'm legitimately worried. I'm like, has this ever happened to anybody before? And is anybody else scared of this besides did, me? Did is you- it just an irrational fear that me and me alone? Well, I and I alone have. It, I'll, I'll say this. Until now, it probably was you, and now you just opened up like the the breaking of the glass in people's minds when they're just like didn't realize something, and now it's like they can't get past it, causing panic attacks just, throughout the city of Louisville. Dennis around the Louisville's gonna be like, "Who the hell is this Rutherford? Why does, why does he start so much trouble?" Everyone's bringing up the same complaint. <laughs> Where have you heard this before? No one's uh, 
Google it. Has anyone ever had a, a, a cleaning pig drop down her throat in dentist office? Texas Trevor went from being scared of the dentist to the dentist being scared of him. <laughs> I mean, they, and the only thing good about the dentist is that, you know, you I mean, there's a good chance you're going to get some of that good laughing gas. Well, I mean, I hope not. I hope I, like today, no problem. So I don't have to have. Oh, no, I would. I, I don't care what I'm going for. I'm requesting the laughing gas. I've only had to do it once. I was a kid. You never, you went to, you don't do the laughing gas? Well, they only had, they only used it on me one time. Oh, man, you know what you're missing. That stuff's great. Well, the first time they did it, like, I didn't know, you know, like, laughing gas, I thought, like, as a kid, because stuff isn't literal as a kid. No. The the old, uh, I can't remember the uh, Dimitri Martin where he's like, my mom said she was taking me to meet somebody who she described as a cat person. And when I got there, I was very disappointed. I'm like, oh, she's just a lady who loves cats. She's not a cat person. I was just thinking something like half cat, half human or something. So when I heard like <laughs> laughing gas, I'm just assuming like, you know, it's just it's a name, like whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. And they gave it to me. And I remember I'm like, okay, yeah, like this is, I'm laughing my ass off. This is funny as hell. And then, I'm, you know, I'm knocked out. It's great. I love that you, you can have some, uh, some wild dreams doing that. I remember. I remember the, one of the first times I ever had it. I, I it was uh, mid early nineties, and I had a dream I was playing one on one with Reggie Lewis. This feels like your origin just, story. He had just passed, and I was like reading an article about him in Sports <laughs> Illustrated, and like I go in, they give me this gas, and I'm, I'm having this dream that I'm playing one on one, and our referee was Dave Winfield. I don't know, <laughs> don't know why he got there, but <laughs> somebody has sent me a story. Man wins six hundred seventy five thousand dollars settlement after dentist drops tool down his throat. First of all, only six hundred seventy-five thousand. That seems low for dropping a sharp item down someone's throat. Now I'm even more concerned about this. I mean, don't get me wrong; would love six hundred seventy-five k. I'm not. I, Ooh, would you take six hundred seventy-five thousand? Uh-uh. I don't to have. Uh-uh. A, <laughs> nope. I don't think nope. I nope. Could nope. 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 I lo- I would love to have that too. I don't know if I. I mean, what, what utensil are we talking about, though? If we're talking about like the thing with the hook on it, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, no, no. I, that's how did that person live? Um, was he a sword swallower? This was during a root canal. After the surgery, so so this person's under while this yeah, happens. I've been under many a time. I always felt weird under because the, the dentist I can feel like telling me like, "Stop biting my hand." Okay, like because I can't get on your mouth. It's hard to stay open when you're. So under. Paulowitz was scheduled to get a root canal a procedure he has had done before, but after the surgery, his dentist noticed a tool missing. The dentist on the day of the procedure knew that she dropped a tool but didn't know what happened to it. She looked around the room and couldn't find it. She told me when she found it, she will be calling me. The phone never rang. As it turns out, the instrument fell down his throat and was now lodged in his stomach. A few days later, later, he developed sharp pains and had to have emergency surgery to remove it. A small dental instrument can be the effect of my life, he said. So... Still not exactly what I'm talking about. Like, this was a much smaller thing than they actually like, pick. But does not does not alleviate my fears whatsoever, Trevor. So, wait, hold on, let me get this right. Did you drop like this little hooky thing. No, no, no. You you weren't listening. I know you were grabbing your phone there. You're not listening again now. We've I'm lost listening them. now. You're, you're texting now. You can't do two things at once. I've never met anybody who's worse at doing two things. Which, at the same which time. is weird because I can watch TV and play video games so well. Can you though? I can. I can also. I also can't handle like also when I'm driving. I'm usually using this on my phone. Well, okay, this, that's. And I'm still 90 times a better driver than 90 percent of the people in this city. Cause they have much. The worst radio show in Louisville for child advice. If kids are listening, <laughs> don't do anything that we do I or talk about. I disagree. Okay. okay. So they dropped the hooky thing. No, they didn't. It was a small tool. Well, how small? All they say is small instruments. So clearly not the hooky thing. Not not the pick. 
and it also happened while the person was under, and the, the dentist didn't know that it went down the person's throat. Like, she dropped it. She couldn't find it. She had no idea where it went. This isn't, like, down the drain. I mean, this isn't, like, like it's a normal tube. Uh, he, Not the best dentist in the world. He or she, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to, like, offend anybody. So, he or she, I mean, would I think, I mean, wouldn't they have, they had to have swallowed it, right? Well, again, they're under. Their mouth is clearly being held open. She dropped this tool. She didn't know where it went. Turns out it went down his throat. Oh man, man, that had been a rough. Clearly, just I read the whole story. You were not listening to it. I, I just, I'm still trying to comprehend it, though. Okay, that's nice. I mean, the next day, hope he had two cups of coffee with that with that morning. <laughs> um, now, the entire text line now is blaming. Look, don't blame me. I'm, I, I'm talking about things on the radio. Well, I wasn't scared before. T- thanks for unlocking a new dentist fear, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was sharing mine. I was looking for comfort. I never thought of it until you brought it up. See, now, now I do have comfort. Now I've got friends. Well, I don't know what to call them friends. I think they're now your enemy for making making them realize it, too. We're brothers in fear. It feels good. Um, Texture says uh, the, the Domino's yesterday that set off the entire pizza conversation. Domino's was a McMain's code term for plays. He talked about it with Greer last year. Well, I, I did not get that. Sorry. Oh, is that what it says? What about people brought up pizza randomly? Sorry. Texas, I hate when the dentist has their hands in your mouth and they want to have a conversation with you. That was all day today. I hate when the dentist is hot. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just, it's awkward when you, I'm sitting here with this awful smile to begin with and I got this, this, this hot woman with her hands off my mouth and talking to me. I feel weird. There was one. So there was one time I had a dentist, especially when I had Kyle Kirk's sister do my dentist once. There was one time I had. She was. She was. This was a very chatty uh, dental assistant, and she was talking about all this stuff. And we were mentioning I had been. This was like five, six years ago. So I've been married for a couple of years, and we're talking about things. And she was asking me about like, t- like I think Louisville sport basketball, and like going to the Final Four. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I went down there. And she's like, Did you go with? Your wife? I was like, Actually, like my wife and I were, were broken up at this time. That she's then girlfriend. And she's like, Oh, so you were just like getting it? And I'm like, I'm not comfortable talking about this with you at all. <laughs> and also, you've got your hands in my mouth. I can't, I, I can't elaborate on my social status at that time. Uh, but today, yeah, it was very much the same thing. Like, how old's your daughter? I'm like, here's this one too. I'm like, <laughs> like, what do you? Expect me to do here is it more awkward i mean why, why must there be small talk like I, i'm not a big small talk person especially when i get my hair cut too like i mean, understand well i mean but I, I'm not, I, don't get me wrong i'm with you i know but i, I know, understand I, why the person cutting your hair is going to try I mean, I know to you, have a conversation. you can't relate to this going to barber <laughs> yeah. and all but back in my <laughs> back in my days hey i'm the same with you with the dentist back in my days I mean, <laughs> 20 years ago I, I get where you're coming from i mean it, it is less awkward because yeah i mean they're just cutting your hair opposed to you know sticking their fingers down your throat but I, I, yeah, I'm not. I never. I don't understand like the the necessary need to small talk when you're doing those situations. I'm with you. I, I I understand it with cutting hair because I think it would be awkward if you just sat there. Although I trust me, I have had haircuts where I've sat oh, there for 20 I, minutes and not said anything. Oh, that's why like sports clips because they get the TVs. I can at least pretend at least I'm watching something. <laughs> I'm into this commercial right now. Can you give me a second? Scooter Dingus che- uh, texted in. Gotta love telling a story twice because Travis checked out. That's hey, it's a show theme. What did he say? Huh? Yeah, thank you. Uh, Texas, I was getting my teeth cleaned when someone else there getting theirs cleaned had one of their crowns pop off. Oh, oh. I'm glad I don't have to go back for six months because I'm like now the dental fears are are growing. You wouldn't even let me tell the story of how I had to pull my brace off with a pair of scissors one time. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Texas, why does Trevor think it's funny to say things like that, like that he texts and drives? I don't know. It's not funny. Who says it's I'm good. I'm, I'm not stupid. I know how to drive. Texas, Trevor admitting to texting while driving 90% of the time, and then he sends in the, I think you should leave. Oh, my God. He admitted. I <laughs> uh, give. 
Texas, haha, sorry, I derailed the conversation yesterday, but the last text was right. I was just joking about the stupid McMahon's dominoes line when you all were talking about his offense. Well, we didn't know. That's on us. Hands up. It led to a 45-minute pizza discussion, and here we are now. <laughs> hey, already. we learned new stuff, though. We did. Um, and for the record, if you can't do two things at once, then don't text drive, but some people can't handle it. Trevor's opinions <laughs> are not necessarily those of the Mike Rutherford show. Uh, I, I do not condone that. That is not our official stance. For legal purposes, let me say that I do not agree with Trevor. I don't think you should ever text and drive, regardless of how apt you think you are at doing two things at once. Just, just, just like going through, like reading the Twitter and stuff, kind of texting and driving. Yes. Okay. Just stay off your phone, Trevor. <laughs> Texas, two people you don't want to piss off your dentist and your barber. They can make life hard for you. They could. Yeah, it's true. At least the hair grows back for most of us. The dentals. I mean, now, like now, my fears are growing. I'm glad I don't have to go back for six months. But, go back every six months. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the No Cavity Club today. Felt good. <laughs> Felt good. Get a sticker. No, I got, I got a little baggy when I came out though. A baggy. There was one time my wife refused what to believe. Baggy. What was in the baggy? Mary, like five years ago, refused to believe that I went to the dentist. She thought I was lying for a long time because they didn't give me one of those little baggies. And she's like, "They always give you the baggies." I'm like, "I went to the dentist. I'm not lying to you about this." She's like, "I don't think you went." I don't know what's the ba- what's the baggie. They they have like a little toothbrush and like a little toothpaste in the baggie. Okay, yeah. I don't remember them giving it to me. Yeah, uh, Texas texting and driving is illegal in Indiana. I think it's illegal everywhere. It's a lot of states do have a lot. I don't know if it's much as states, but some cities do have hands free area. I I did get pulled over in Glasgow one time back when I was at Western because it was a hands free area. Did you know that there's only one state in America where wearing your seatbelt is not illegal? Uh, is not a law. But that that my favorite state. No, I have no. I'm, I don't wear my seatbelt. Well, and I think it's once the, again, and to make it a law, I think is utterly ridiculous. But yeah, the only state where it's not illegal to not wear your seatbelt, New Hampshire, only state with common sense. Trevor, good lord! I All mean, right. why? Listen, it's my choice. If I don't want to wear it, why should I have to? <sighs> I, am I wrong? I mean, it's I'm the one picking, right? I mean, if if, if I'm in a wreck, and I'm injured. It's my choice. I, I, it doesn't I, affect the other person if I'm wearing it or not. You come flying out of the car and drill somebody else, a pedestrian. <laughs> going to feel pretty bad about that. All right, let's take a break. That's going to hurt, man. I'm a big, that's a big missile. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk basketball scheduling. Indiana wants us. Memphis wants us. Everybody wants us. Who are we actually going to get? Who would you like to play? Uh, we'll get into all that good stuff coming up after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Thursday here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Another lack of rhythm kills you when it comes to trying to make these songs about yourself. When I wear it my way. Good lord. <laughs> Welcome back into the Mike Rutherford Show. It's my life. 
Thursday. <laughs> Trev Bon Jovi <laughs> continuing to to preach about personal rights. I watched Bon Jovi in a movie the other uh, over a couple of days ago. Awesome. What was it? Uh, the movie Homegrown. Never, never heard of it. Uh, good movie. It's uh, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, Ryan Phillip, uh, Hank Azaria. Uh, they play uh, growers in San Francisco, marijuana growers. And their boss, John Lithau, gets killed, and they panic. So they try to sell as much crop as they can to make their pro- make their, their wages for the year. And Bon Jovi's the seller, is the buyer. Sounds like a classic uh, John Lithau, Ryan Phillip movie. <laughs> Kelly Lynch is in it. It's actually, it's right. yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Okay, awesome. Great. I mean, it's, it's no he's all that. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like it's he's all that. I still, you're disappointed that made me feel... I've suggested so many movies to you, and the one that you watched... This was like like two and a half years ago. (laughs) It was a long time ago. No excuse. Not at all. I just noticed that he's all that. I was like, like, let's check the reviews. It's a 4.3 on IMDb. How many Rotten Tomatoes does it get? 80%? Uh, 30%. Oh, that's a mass surprise. It's down. Well, I take it back. I thought it got decent reviews. It did not. Just from you. It was fine. I don't know. I was I was I was out of it. I was having a good night. I feel like I need to go watch it this weekend. Don't don't don't. Anyways, we're we're, we're back. <laughs> no, we're not. Yes, we are. Uh, we should update. We haven't even talked about the, the Louisville baseball team today. We knew that they were playing a meaningless game against Georgia Tech because of what happened yesterday against Pitt, but not meaningless if you want to look at the grand scheme of things. Louisville trying to keep its RPI as high as possible to potentially be a top eight seed coming up in the NCAA tournament, which would guarantee that if they win their regional, they'll be hosting a super regional at Jim Patterson. Didn't go great today. They lose to Georgia Tech 9-4. to I mean, the pitching, they, they trotted out a bunch of guys. They just cannot find the zone. And I'll be perfectly honest. I, I know I said yesterday, I was talking about you know, lack of success in conference tournaments has been, it's been a thing pretty much for Louisville since Dan McDonald got here, so help before Dan McDonald got here, but especially since they joined the ACC. Have, have, they've played in the ACC title game once. They've never won this tournament despite all of their national success. But hey, let's not look too deeply into this. The team is five and nine in conference tournaments in years where they go on to go to the College World Series. Having said all that, the fact that we can't find a handful of arms to throw decent innings and have been kind of this way all year i'm not saying it it portends disaster next week when we get to the regionals but the offense i'm not telling you anything you don't know the offense is going to have to absolutely carry this team because we just outside of jared poland and then yeah i was gonna say michael prosecchi at the end the, the, the closer he did not have a good day yesterday though but outside of those two guys you just don't have a whole lot of confidence in anybody else and maybe somebody steps up and gives you three or four quality innings in a row but you're not going to have a whole lot of confidence in whoever that next guy is. And it's just it, – that is not a recipe for playing your way deep into the NCAA tournament. I hope I'm wrong, but, man, the bats are going to have to do the lion's share of the heavy lifting. I'm just going to – let's just, I guess, hope that the, some of the teams we get matched up with have the same problems we do with their pitching staff. Well, here's what sucks. Because you're right, our offense is going to – and it's not just something that really was a surprise to us. I mean, we've been kind of thinking that all year yeah, long. Yeah, but it's, it's really getting reinforced now, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right because early in the year we thought, oh, well, maybe, you know – We'll see, you know, you know, arms A, B, and C maybe develop as the year goes along. You know, there's a lot of new faces. We got to figure out maybe just the right rotation. The offense is carrying us at the moment, helping us out while we get through this, you know, smoke of, of confusion. And unfortunately, and we did come out with one. I mean, but kind of need more than one to go as far as Louisville expects to go. And I think that, you know, the you talked about the hope that we had three months ago or so. It's not unfounded because this is what Louisville has done more times than not under Roger Williams. Like, he is widely regarded to be the best pitching coach in all of college baseball. He's had 
plenty of opportunities to jump ship and and become a, a head coach himself. And he stayed here forever. And we have had year after year after year, not just the guy who winds up being the conference pitcher of the year, but but one of the best overall staffs in the country. We've had great closers. We've had great middle guys. We've had great um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday starters. We've been like rock solid in that department more times than not. Draft picks out the yin yang for sure. And this is the first year where it just hasn't it just hasn't happened. The guys who usually take that giant leap forward from one year to the next haven't really done that. The guys who who get better, who get thrown into the fire early in the season and then learn from it and get better, progressively better, and become reliable come May, June. That hasn't really happened yet. It's just one of those things. And sometimes that happens with the bats. This year it's happening with the arms. And I mean, you mentioned hope, hoping to get a good regional draw. The tough thing for Louisville now is, and we talked about this yesterday, you know, the, the NCAA baseball tournament, it's not like the basketball tournament where you've got the, the one through 68 seedings and they try to keep it as close to that, that snake, the, the S curve mm-hmm. as possible. They do the regionals based on geography. If you've got the best two seed in the world and you're the you know, number one overall seed, and that two seed is right in your backyard, there's a solid chance that that is going to be your two seed. And for Louisville this year, what it's looking like, and stop me if you've heard this before, you've got Vanderbilt, who's trending to be a two seed. Oh, we didn't play them in forever. They are still, according to the odds makers, they're tied with Louisville as the seventh choice to win the entire thing, to win the College World Series at 20 to 1. They're still, like, their RPI is sky high. They have, they've had a down season by their standards, but, I mean, they've got winning DNA. There's no question about it. You get Vanderbilt in the postseason, you should be nervous. This is who they are. This is what they do. And there is a very, very, very strong chance that when we see the brackets unveiled uh, coming up on Monday, you're going to have Vanderbilt pop up as that two seed in the Louisville Regional. And that's... We I know we beat them earlier. Too, we beat them, yeah. but again, midweek games are weird. Yeah, they are. You're right. I think we beat them like seven to two. It was it was a relatively. I knew we won. I thought I remember. And we are overall a better team than they are, even with our pitching issues. We've been better than they have been for the bulk of this season. But still, getting them as your two seed is not like getting you know, no disrespect to you know some Big Ten team that's having a better than average year, but does not advance in the postseason ever that has you know no Northwestern <laughs> yeah exactly like by having an overachieving season getting Northwestern in your regional uh Vandy's a different beast and that's it seems more likely than not at this point that that's a hill we're going to have to climb if we want to advance the Supers the year we lost we, we got robbed by the uh the one of the worst calls in, in, in college baseball history home run still mad about it that was that wasn't I guess that was super regional wasn't it that was super regional okay because when you're talking about the geographic thing I was like how the hell we play California then yeah teams that <laughs> yeah those, those are super because we did that's, that back to back years yeah that's what I thought okay it was um Cal State Fullerton that year and then the next year it was UC Irvine who had the kid who is like hitting Point eight eighty nine, like one hit for the entire season. Man, who then drills like, like 120 pounds. That was hit. on birdie, wasn't it? Who? Why are you throwing a slider? You throw the ball 100 miles an hour. This kid cannot hit a fastball. You throw a slider, you speed his bat up, pokes one out of the yard, grand slam. That's who it was. It was birdie that threw that yeah, pitch right over yeah. Which one, Zach or Nick? I can't remember. but I believe it was Zach. I can't remember. Yeah. Which one's the one that's gotten good now? Is that that's Nick? I believe they both had have had arm issues. Have they, one 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 got caught up with the White Sox. I believe one got caught up with the Pirates. Um, is that what it was too? Okay, that's maybe. Nick. I think Zach is the one with the White Sox. Okay, I get them confused a little bit. I know they're both on MLB the show. So a fun fact about that, by the way, um, when so Nick is the older one. When Zach gave up that home run, the grand slam, like Nick was in the Pirates organization. I think he was in like double A ball at that point. Yeah, because they were like, I knew they were, yeah, there were a little separation between the two. And so one of his teammates in the clubhouse made like a lighthearted joke about it and Nick knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a little bro like that. He's like, he's like, yeah, I saw your brother on TV the other day. Boom! Right in the face. <laughs> 
Don't mess with the Birdie Brothers. Don't do that. No. I don't mess with anybody who can throw a, throw anything over 100 miles an hour. I'm just not, yeah. I don't want a projectile coming at my face <laughs> at that velocity. Not happening. Unless it's Nick Lelouch, then you'll miss. Ebby. Uh, Cal- I heard you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat. Freaking boat. Uh, let's talk about uh, Mike Woodson's comments from yesterday. We sort of glossed over them. We missed it because that was like the end of our show, too. We Right, we did mention it. We were too it. busy breaking down the lyrics of Kiss Me at the time. When Sixpence and the Richer pops up, you have to you yeah. got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it, it does. They're, they're priorities, my people. Priorities. So Mike Woodson comes out yesterday, and I guess the bigger note, the, 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 the thing that has made a big splash is him essentially calling out Kentucky and saying, which, like... Well, he should. Kentucky's been avoiding him since they took their ball and ran home after they got mad they lost in... in at uh, assembly on the Whopper shot. And to Woodson's credit, he's like, I'm not going to let this die. Like, I'm going to keep bringing it up. Sure. But I also don't like that he says, like, you know, we want to play Louisville. I've talked to Kenny Payne. He says we're definitely going to play this game in the next, at least in the next two years. We're going to get the series back. He's like, but we really want to play Kentucky. And they, he's like, we'll play them at home and home. They won't do it. Like, they just want to play us on a neutral, all this stuff. Uh, the Kentucky game is something that I'm not, I got to go back to the table with. I'm not going to let it die. So I, I don't like that we're kind of seen as an afterthought in this. Like, well, when it comes But to you the, also understand it. Yeah, when it comes to Indiana, I have no problem with it. I mean, I'd like to play because, I mean, let's be honest, Kentucky and in Indiana have just a longer history together than, than just Louisville and Indiana does. Well, yeah. I wish Louisville and Indiana would play. I mean, listen, Patino did it, and, you know, I, I know some Kentucky fans, when, when I've called out Kentucky for, you know, being scared to play them, how they are, you know, they're like, well, you don't play them. I wish we would. I want to play them. I don't care if it's – they want to go home and home, neutral. I don't care either or. I'll take either, whichever the, – they pick as long as the game is happening every year. And let's also have a quick history lesson. For all the Indiana fans out there, and, and I do love that they're they're poking the bear and making Dougie fans mad with this, or you know we're not mad, we just think it's funny. I, I like that they're doing this. Let history show that when Louisville and Indiana were playing on an annual basis in the '80s and in the early '90s, Indiana stopped the series because Bob Knight because they were losing to us all the time. Like Bob Knight pulled the plug because he didn't like that we were kicking their ass every year. Like they 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 absolutely stopped playing us because we were getting the better of them. Knight didn't like it. Knight pulled it back. And then we went about, what, like 10 years without playing? I, th- I think we went from, like, 93 to – I think the first time that we played them again was well, that – That set with Patino with the – like The 2 game. Yeah. The 2 3 game. That when was the, – Was it the, the Spatial Columbia exploded? You remember that? Mm-hmm. In the middle of the game? The best part about that was not, – not the Spatial exploding. The best part was, though, that they, they replayed the game, like, three more times. And I watched it, like I watched the replay right after the, they, when they finally showed it again, because I had to listen to it on the radio. They, they wouldn't cut back into the broadcast on CBS to show the end of the game. So we pulled it on the radio, and Louisville makes a crazy comeback. It had been a great game. Louisville ends up winning by like 20. And that was like the 02 game or something. Yeah, it? I think it was 2000. I was a senior in high school. So it was, it was either early, late 02, early 03. Yeah. And I just remember watching the whole game, like catching it again. And then we went to like a party at a friend's house and like we're all and they start showing it again at like midnight. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I'm like, <laughs> hey, we're doing the thing when Indiana's up on 10 in the first half. I'm like, oh, my God, like, we're getting our ass kicked. This sucks. This is like, just being the most obnoxious Louisville fans of all time and just loving life. Like that was a fan. Like, again, would have traded it for the Space Shuttle Columbia to have not ha- had a disaster. But if anything good came from that, it was me being able to watch that game at like 1 a.m. I think a, we remember the Columbia thing. Yeah. I was, I was, I mean, I think it was Columbia. I was just thinking of this, the '86 one. Well, Challenger, Challenger, the big, yeah. that's the the more famous. Mainly also because it's one of my first memories. I remember staying home from school and watching it when I, while I was going on TV. Yeah, the because I wasn't feeling well and I got to stay home and it's happened to coincide with that day. There was a great uh, documentary series on that on Hulu a couple years ago. Was there? You should watch it. It's good. 
<laughs> it was good. So Indiana wants to be on our schedule again. Memphis good. wants to be on our schedule. Who? This year. Memphis State. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, people at the text line corrected me. We beat Vandy one to nothing. I said seven to two. Way off. What's <laughs> one to nothing? One to nothing. Hey, seven to two. One to nothing. Eighteen zero. A win's a win, baby. It's a dub. You know why that was a Freudian slip? Because I think we beat Indiana seven to two, and I knew we were going to talk about Indiana. I mean, that's what it is. That's me saving myself right there. So nice, nice one. Thank you. So Memphis State, thank you. Indiana, both want to be on the schedule. Here's what we're looking at right now, and I'll give props to my guy Jeff Greer for he's he always does the. The research on the schedule is he puts in the FOIA request. He tends to have this stuff before anybody else does. Uh, he has looked deeply into what Louisville's schedule is for next year. And we have, as of right now, we know we're playing in the Maui Invitational. Yeah. And by the way, I'm going on Titus and Tate tonight. I'm trying to weasel my way into going to Maui. Because they go to Maui every year. I'm like, let's make, you know, I'm a frequent guest. But <laughs> I can do the show from there. It'd be a great time. Bring Trevor. Let's that time. Oh, I'm, now I'm on. Now I'm on board and one. Me we'll, and Maui on the beach? We'll try. We'll see what happens. Oh, man. I, 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 don't, know if I, I don't know if I can be that much long in the sun. So three games in the Maui Invitational. That field, by the way, if you're wondering, Arizona, very going to be very good. Yeah, Ar- they don't suck. Arkansas, going to be preseason top five, they probably. They don't suck. Cincinnati, should be better. They suck. Creighton, going to be preseason top 15, maybe top 10. Ohio State, should be good. San Diego State, should be good. Texas Tech, should be very good. So you're going to play three good teams regardless. It's like we're like the odd man out in this group. Kind of. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> weirdly, it shouldn't be, but we are. I mean... <laughs> At Kentucky, we now know it's December 31st. We know we're playing Bellarmine this year. That's part mm-hmm. of the deal with the volleyball. We know we're playing Western Kentucky this year. Yep. We know we're playing an ACC Big Ten Challenge game this year. Greer says the – remember we had the Oklahoma State report. We're playing them in the Armed Forces they Classic. And then UofL said, no, that's not really true. There's some talk that that still may wind up happening. That game was supposed to be played a couple of years ago. Um, I think it got, it got canceled because of COVID stuff in the, the COVID year 2020, 2021. Still potentially could happen. DePaul, we don't know what the hell is going on there. There was a contract there. Nobody seems to know what the deal is. I'm telling you, they're just waiting on the, on the bait stuff. Louisville also, I don't know why, but Louisville is contractually obligated to play Murray State no later than 2023. So it has to be this year or next year. I don't know where that contract came from. Greer found it. I, props to him. I've got no idea what's going on there. So that, that could be a non-conference game this year. So we've got availability. That's three, four, five, six, seven games are set right now. We can play 13. If you have DePaul, that's eight. If you have Murray State, that's nine. If Oklahoma State ends up happening, that's 10. That wouldn't leave much wiggle room because you've got a loaded schedule at that point. You probably want to add three nobodies, let's be real, just so you can get your feet yeah, underneath you. I mean, uh, maybe, want maybe you play one of these two games against Indiana or Memphis State. So the question now becomes, who do you want to play more? This upcoming season, because they're, they're both probably going to be predicted, at least, according to the media people, to be better than we are. But Indiana I, that, might be preseason that, top 15. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I, you don't I, care about that, that doesn't bother me. You don't care day. about the likelihood of losing. No, no. Because I, I, want, I want, I am a very big component in rivalry games and playing rivals and what should be, in what, you know. You're a big component? Yeah, I am. I think you were going for proponent. No, I'm component. Put it on the calendar. <laughs> Today's. <laughs> there it is. So Memphis State or Indiana? Who do you want more next year? I mean, I would like to say who do you want to put on there next year and keep them there every year afterwards. Well, but whoever we play is going to be probably home and home, I would guess. Yeah, I know. Indiana could be like a four-year series. I don't know. I would – as much as I want to say Memphis State, I kind of like to get going with Indiana. 
Like I, I, I mean, I want. I'd love to go back to the Memphis State robbery and continue it, but I don't, I don't know. For some reason, I just feel like I'd rather have Kevin Indiana robbery as well. I think I'm going Memphis State. I don't like them. Woodson's too likable for me. Scooter Dingus is too likable for me. I like Trace Jackson Davis. But They're, we should have a robbery with Indiana. I'm. I, I don't disagree. But if we can only schedule one, and who knows? Maybe we can schedule both. But if we could only schedule one in this hypothetical, I'm going with Memphis State for this for a home and home. I mean, I don't think there's really a bad choice either way. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I like to. I, can we just add them both? We could. I mean, that's certainly on the table too. Like Kenny Payne is not. I did like the way that he handled the the question about Penny Hardaway. He's like, he called me. I told him I'd get back to him. Yeah. I mean, I said I think just the other day. I mean, I, in my perfect world, we play Memphis State, Cincinnati, Indiana, Kentucky every year out of conference. The the only issue with that is, man, that that you are setting yourself up for a gauntlet. And I know <sighs> I, I know that fans love it. Like, bring it. This isn't football. I mean, you can you can handle that and and, and be okay in, in the in in the end when the tournament comes about around. Yeah, you say that, but like. like you but have to you know get what? better at some point in November and December. You have to have some games where you figure some stuff out. Oh, no. you, you know do. what? You know wasn't scared of a gauntlet, Denny. You know who? What conference Denny played in? The Metro and Conference USA. Well, I mean, hey, I, well, I know the Metro was good, but still, you yeah, had, you had I mean, bottom feeders every Mem- year well, down firstly, there. Firstly, yeah, Memphis State was part of the Metro, so that was a conference game in general. Right, but, but he did. Your your point's not lost. Like he would play anybody anywhere. Like that was you played the toughest non-conference schedule possible. But also, it was a different era. Like you played fewer games. Like you were get, there. There weren't all these metrics out there that were you know punishing you for losing here, punishing oh, you for metrics, losing there. Metrics, Trevor. You can laugh at all you want. Like it's it's part of the game. It's a big I get part it. of the game. But, I mean, Rick Pitino was great at gaming the system. Like he, you, Louisville had a sky high RPI every single year because he knew how to schedule. He would schedule the best teams from smaller conferences, which gave him the best chance to learn, get wins, gain confidence, and not have his RPI killed by playing some team that was number three twenty-seven in the metrics. Like he knew what he was doing. That's how you schedule in this day and age when you're playing at a conference like the ACC or the old Big East. If you're good, you're good. The cream will rise to the top. Again, you say that. But every team needs a little bit of a break. Like the, the, the strain on these kids in December, especially when you've got finals you, going you, on. What do you think? The, what do you think Pittsburgh is, is and, and some others? There's some ACC breaks in there. Well, Pitt beat us last year. Like, like we. Well, they shouldn't have, but yeah. They, well, they never should, but they exactly. all they, they they did, and there are not walkovers at the bottom of this conference like there have been in years past. Like it's just you got to get up for those games. It is a gauntlet. It is, it is tough. It is grueling, and you're playing 18 of those games now from January through early March. You need at least a couple of games because you're, you're going to have breaks. You're going to have weeks off. You need at least a couple of games to just kind of figure some stuff out and well, to get many, some guys some confidence. How many out-of-conference games do you play? 13. Okay, I'm just asking for four. I know, but you've also got, like, we're, gonna, we're always going to play in an early season tournament. We're always going to play Kentucky. We're always going to play the, eight, the Big Ten team. I mean, for someone who's you know, spouting out how great math is, I think you'd have figured out that the 13 minus four is – I mean, that, that leaves you with nine other teams. Trevor, I just read off all the games that we're playing, and I told you that we've got ten penciled in. And there's maybe, like, one of those, Bellarmine, no offense to them. Like, they, I get that they're great in the Atlantic Sun. They won the tournament last year. But there's one of those that you look at and you say, okay, like, that should be a game that you're favored to win by 18 to 20 points. That also should be our fifth every year game, too. Well, that might happen. We'll see. You need. Well, we could rotate Bellarmine, Murray, and Moorhead type of thing. Maybe. We could. Um, other scheduling note, by the way, Along the same lines, me saying that we're always going to play one of these early season tournaments. We now know that Louisville's going to headline the Empire Classic in 2023. It's that tournament up there at Barclays. Loaded field again. UConn, Indiana, 
Texas and Louisville are going to headline that field. Nice. Maybe that sheds some light on the Indiana scheduling thing because maybe we're going to play Memphis because we've already got this on the docket for next season in Indiana. Uh, that, by the way, will be uh, December 17th, that multi-tournament event. Um, hold on. Did you forget something? Well, I don't think it – I take it back. That's, that's wrong because this is the same thing that we played in no, a couple of years ago. It's Thanksgiving week every year. Remember we played – That's not December 17th. I know. It's This year it's November 21st and 22nd. I think Ross Dean shockingly messed something up. Oh, no. It's – There's so much Trevor in John Rothstein's tweet. It's the tournament. Do you remember Max's first year? We went up to, to Barclays and we played Tennessee, played a competitive game, lost. We played Marquette the next day. And Vaguely. then – we lost because they counted a obvious Jordan War three as a two. Ah, do you remember there that you go. one? Yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah, nah, yeah. Do you remember that? That's the Empire Classic. So we'll, oh, okay. that's Thanksgiving week, uh, and that'll be in 2023. So we now know Maui this God, year. I forgot about that three. Empire Classic next year. And maybe, I mean, because, look, there's a better than 50% chance that one of those two games will be against Indiana. That says either we're going to play Indiana this season or – we're playing Memphis this season and home and home and the, the home and home with Indiana won't start until 2024 because look, you're not going to have them on the non-conference schedule. If there's an opportunity, a, a better than 50% chance that you would end up playing them twice. Yeah. You wouldn't want, yeah, wouldn't want that. To so a little bit of scheduling insight there. Of course we should be playing a home and away anyway every year. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, Bring it. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll take your text on the Thornton Sox line, 502-414-1450. We'll also talk unfortunate news in, in Hollywood land. Ray Liotta passing on. We'll show, and I know Trevor's a big fan. I was a big fan. We'll share some memories there. We haven't talked to you about AEW for a full hour, which is incredible. I get 45 seconds still. You get 45 seconds. That's all coming your way Eighth in hour match. number two. And then Nick Curran at 415 will join us to talk about what's going on with the Louisville Bats this weekend. Big weekend out there at Slugger Field. Make sure you make their way out there if you're looking for something to do. So we'll talk to Nick at 415. We'll hear from you in between then. We'll see you when we come back. <laughs> That's professional. Waiting right for you there. to hit the button. It's madness now Not wearing seatbelts. Not wearing seatbelts. Let me start hour number two by correcting myself. I was uh, not shockingly wrong about something last hour. Uh, we were talking about the scheduling news on the men's basketball side. Uh, I was saying 18 ACC games, 13 non-conference games. I forgot. We've gone now to the 20-game ACC schedule, which leaves you with 11 non-conference games for scheduling. So, so uh, seven games to pick from after we get our, our four locked in. Well, no. We've, we've already got more than four locked in. We've got three in Maui. We've got Kentucky, that's four. We've got Western Kentucky, that's five. We've got Bellarmine, that's six. We've got the Big Ten game, that's seven. And then we could potentially have DePaul, Oklahoma State, and Murray State, which would leave us with one 
game. Available. But when they put me in charge, <laughs> okay, we're gonna have Kentucky, Indiana. Memphis State and Cincinnati locked in every year. You'd have to sacrifice something if you did that. Like would, what? Would you get rid of? You'd have to like not play an early season tournament, or you'd have to. Well, why, why is that? I mean, you can still play an early season tournament. But the thing is, with these early season tournaments, and Maui's an exception, they used to do the satellite things, but you almost always have to play. They do these because they want to get more teams involved and they want more money. You have to play these like kind of crappy teams that they get involved. Usually, that's like two more games. Like last year, technically. We played in that. Uh, what was the early season thing that we did last year? We the Bahamas. Bahamas, yeah. We the, how can you forget the one time we actually looked like a regular good basketball team? Champions of the Bahamas. Yeah, it's the only, you don't want to play us on islands. It's only three day spam where we actually didn't want to put our head in an oven last year's Louisville fan. Like technically, that Detroit Mercy game that we almost lost to the Yum Center was a part of that Bahamas tournament. Like that's so. It was? Yeah, that's the way it works. Like they have these because you have to play at least I think three games for it to be technically an MTE. But it wasn't in the Bahamas. This, Trevor, I'm just telling you, this is the way it works. There are Maui satellite games so that are played confused. on the mainlands, so like that's going to take up another couple of slots. So your tournament games are looking like at least three spots. At least three, for sure. Like so this that, year it is three. That still leaves you with four more games. Well, not really. <laughs> Once again, I just I, I literally just read you the games that we're locked into for next I'm year. I'm talking about when I take over. Okay, well, that would be a, a grueling schedule, but hopefully one of those teams sucks oh, we'll on cut, a given year. I mean, well, I mean, it's going to be grueling for them because we're going to be better than Kentucky. We haven't lost them in 18 years anyway. That's true. We're going to be better than Memphis State because— We I mean, always are. We are. We're going to be better than Cincinnati because, well, we who isn't? Yeah. I mean, they're as good as their chili. And we're going to be better than Indiana because I'd be damned if Scooter Dingus is ever going to have bragging rights over me. Speaking of scheduling news, we now know the game times for the first three Louisville football games of this upcoming season. Are you ready for this? No. All of them under the lights. Did you hear me say no? All of them <laughs> under the lights. Now, to be fair, we knew that two of those were going to be Friday night games. So The Florida State, yeah, I knew. But who's and the other UCF. one? Oh, okay, yeah. So, Can we not play them on a Saturday? No, it's not possible. Is this not, is this against the rules? Not, not allowed. Can we ever play them on a regular Saturday game? Per NCAA rules. Any Louisville-UCF game must be played on a weeknight. Yeah. So Louisville will open league play week one. On the road against Syracuse, that game is going to be an 8 p.m. start time. Would you like to care where that game? Would you like to care to venture a guess where as to at? where that game is going to be broadcast on? Oh, uh, 8 p.m. What day is it on? Saturday. Oh, it is Saturday. Oh, but it's just a primetime game. You're saying? Um, I'm going to say. I mean, there's an obvious guess here. Valley Sports, probably ACC Network. Well, close enough. Uh, a week after that, I mean, is there really a difference between those two? Yeah. Hey, ask people that couldn't find the baseball game the last two days. <laughs> Lots of people will tell you the difference. Um, week two, cards go to Orlando, taking on UCF. Friday night, that's a 7.30 kickoff on ESPN2. And then the week after that, first home game of the season will be uh, Florida State, Friday, September 16th. That will be on the big network, ESPN, 7 p.m. kick. First time since 2003 that L will play two true road games before opening the home schedule on the third week. Um, first time ever? First time since 2003. Oh, I hear you say that's the first time. Okay, sorry. That was a good season. Petrino's first year. Yeah. We had a, we beat Cincinnati in the snow. Look Got our ass kicked by Ben Roethlisberger, I think. That was that one of the... <laughs> pretty sure that was one of the... the, the that span of GMAC and humanitarian bowl runs. That I, I get the years mixed up because we I feel like we did them like four or five years in a row. We did. It was yeah. I think that was that year. It was either that year or the year before. I know it was either. See, you can't even get them. You're getting them mixed up. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Actually, now I'm going to look at it. 2003 Louisville football season. I, th- I'm pretty sure that oh, was two the... was Marshall. I think oh, that makes sense. Because I want to. Because didn't we play against? Yeah, Chad my Ohio was 03. 
Yeah, because we played against Chad Bennington, right? We did. Yeah, and he, I think he came out in like 01 or 02. So. 02 was Marshall. Okay, yeah. 38-15 against Marshall, loss, Dude. and then my I remember mine was bad. Yeah, 49-28 to my Vile. 2001 was... <laughs> that was when we beat BYU. Liberty Bowl. I was, I was thinking that was the... Uh, yeah, I guess. You're, yes, it was. It, yeah. Because I was thinking I wasn't... I went to that, but I wasn't 21 yet, but that's because it was in... It was in uh, January of 01. So. Yeah, and then the, the year before was when we lost to Colorado. Colorado State, yeah. Cecil the Diesel Sap, yeah. Again... We gonna roll rolling to the Liberty Bowl, the lesser known sequel of uh, We End the Liberty Bowl. Doesn't get enough praise. No, they were right too. They said two years in a row. This year we bring it home. They weren't wrong. BYU would have beat you if Luke Staley didn't break his leg. Whatever, suck it, Mormons. <laughs> we're gonna enjoy our caffeine and like it. Uh, Texture says, "I love Tyson Tate." Tyson was on PMT talking about his sports broadcasting, starting five in a pickup basketball game. And you weren't included. I'd like to know why. I'll ask him tonight. Uh, he says, also, my guest for Song Trends today is Indy 500. There's no way that that's what you're doing, is it? Is that coming up or something? I think he's guessing the, the theme. I was like, there's, I know Trevor. There's no way you would have an Indy 500 <laughs> no. theme. Yeah, Indy 500 is this weekend. There is a theme. But it, no, I'm sorry. It's not Indy 500. How was it? Because Fastlane, maybe? Is that why maybe they went maybe. with that? Yeah. I went last year. I don't, I don't, I don't know ever. talking heads and... Uh... And Bon, bon, bon Jovi. Jovi could have been, I guess. It was a pretty pumped up song. Do you have any desire to go to the Indy 500 ever? No. I went last year. It was pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. I just, I, no. You can bring in all the food and drink you want. I can do that at home. Well. <laughs> where, it's, where I have a comfy chair and it's, it's air conditioned. Eventually, you're going to have to leave the house at some point. You would think so. Besides for radio. You, you, would, you would think that's true. But sometimes it's not. <laughs> I just, if, if I had any like kind of somewhat interest in nascar indycar stock car automobiles in general then maybe i would want to at least like say i went to it but the closest i've ever been to indy 500 was being indianapolis get a pacers playoff game like same weekend so between because sort of these like these tertiary sports like these down there sports indy 500 like masters you don't really care about those which would you rather attend? Like a major golf tournament, a major tennis tournament, a major sporting uh, automobile event, or you kind of like soccer. It's like World Cup, I won't throw in there. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that's not even close. Soccer's dominating this option. So golf tournament, tennis tournament, auto race. Which of those three would you Which pick? Which one would I be less bored and annoyed at and complaining during? Because that's pretty much what's going to happen if I go to any of them. Um... Is the tennis one indoors? You can be. We went to it. Yeah, a, I know there's an option. That's why I asked. I knew we I, went to the one in Cincinnati. We saw Federer versus Djokovic. It was awesome. If that one's... I think I'm going tennis for two reasons. One, there is the option of indoors. And B, I think it would be over quicker. Oh, yeah. It definitely would. Yeah, I'm going with that in one. In most yeah. cases. Because I don't want to have to sit through like watching people make 500 laps. I don't want to have to sit through traffic to watch people sit in traffic. And then I don't really and the golf just I mean then I gotta walk from hole to hole. I don't you know. do have to walk and golf. Yeah, that, that, ain't, that ain't working. Yeah, no. we went to the Cincinnati Masters tennis thing uh, a few years ago. It was awesome. Like they got all sorts of like all these drink stands, all sorts of stuff to do if you get there early. Um, had a blast. Plus, of those three sports, tennis is the one I actually I do I could I could watch and, and be entertained. Like I don't like get into tennis, but if you were to, like put like, if you told me even sitting at home like okay I'm gonna put you have to watch one of these three things on the TV all day, I would watch tennis. Over the other two, okay. without a, without really question. 
Text says, you know who shouldn't text and drive? The guy who texted into the show and then texted that he rear-ended someone. Now, that guy does not need to be texting and driving. Know your limitations, people. We have an actual dentist weighing in on this conversation. Did he drop a tool down someone's throat? Dentist weighing in on the conversation. It's just as awkward for us working on patients in pure silence. I still will never talk to patients that take off their shoes when sitting in the dental chair. Who do- Nasty ass. People do that? Who the hell does that? That's awful. I feel bad for the what dentist. What is wrong with you people? I feel bad for the dentist now. And I'm sure it is awkward working in silence. I appreciate it. But here's the thing. Like, you take your shirt off too? I mean, take my pants off. I'm just going to chill here. And this is a chumpy chair, dentist. But here's <laughs> what the dentist needs to understand. We're not talking about just the awkwardness of making conversation. We're talking about the fact that we can't talk when we've got our mouth open and your hands inside of it and you're asking us questions. So when they're like, What's, what school does your little girl go to? And I'm like, like it's, there's only so much I can do in that situation. What school does she go to? I've, like that's me trying to talk. Really? Mine goes there. With a, like a pick in my mouth as you're like scraping at my teeth. Like that's that's the awkwardness. If, if that wasn't happening in between breaks, in between the little suction thing and the rinsing out, happy to answer your questions. The happy la- to talk. The last dentist trip I went to, um, I had to have some uh, stuff done. Uh, I liked it because they had like a, the TV. They had just a TV in there with, with I think I don't remember what was on the TV. I don't care. But at least it's something a show on that kind of does kind of break that silence and gives you something to look at and watch. We have no teas about dentist's office. Well, that's your dentist's problem. He needs to put a TV in there. It does look like it's a, well, first of all, it's a woman. Mm. He, mm. she. That's mm. I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, my mm. man. Gotcha. Gotcha. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's like a she's like a grandma. She's awesome. I love grandma? her. Grandma? Yeah. What do you always say? I love her. But there's no TVs there. It looks like a it sort of looks like a torture chamber. It's not the most uh Well now I know why you don't like going now I can understand your your concerns with your dentistry. Just letting you know. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk to Nick Kern here shortly talking about Louisville bad stuff. I'll read it. This is Dwight Yoakum. I'll read it. I love Dwight Yoakum. I would I would enjoy that. Do you remember when Kane was Dwight Yankum, uh, the dentist, evil dentist for Jerry Lawler? Not really. That was the feud in WWE. He, Lawler and Bret Hart were having a feud, and Lawler was injured, so he really couldn't wrestle at the time. So they brought in uh, the who would end up being Kane as his evil dentist. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Texas tomorrow. I expect to hear Top Gun soundtrack songs for every break. Playing with the boys, dance mix version for the real ones. Well, Trevor does. He refuses to acknowledge well, every, everybody saying this Top Gun movie's awesome. I, but but he's probably right on the soundtrack because that, that's the real Top Gun, not the one where I see on trending on Twitter and it's like Top Gun is awesome, number one movie, and then right below it says promoted by Top Gun. Everybody who has seen I mean, it, of course everybody who's seen it loves it. It's all promoted. It's all. Nah, I gotta call Nick. <laughs> Texas New New Hampshire state motto is "Live free or die." <laughs> Well, there you go. Texas says, does Trevor make any good decisions? Not really. Not really. Texas has been an NFL. Oh, I can't read this question. We'll get back to it because it's a question for Trevor. Uh, we'll talk about that. Texas says, I now have an irrational fear of being killed by an abundant man in a Kraken jersey flying through the sky after being ejected from his Prius without a seatbelt. <laughs> That's hilarious, by the way. <laughs> I can't read it. I can't go on. Uh, Texas D1Baseball.com still has UofL as the, uh, the eight seed. I knew they did before today's game. I'm not sure if they've updated that. Um, I know you're sending in the screenshot. Um, I'm not sure if that's been updated since the loss to Georgia Tech today. But this morning, I know they had us as the eight seed. I think uh, the other – oh, God, I can't remember who it is. Like the, the guy who does the NCAA.com stuff had, had Louisville as his number seven. So would love to hang on to a top eight seed just so we can – 
guarantee that if we win our regional, we'll be hosting a super regional. But we'll see how that all plays out. We're a couple of days away from the selection show. We'll find out Louisville's draw. This draw, by the way, does not have Vandy in the Louisville region. It's got Louisville, Oregon, Alabama, and Wright State, which would be a nice little eclectic mix coming to Jim Patterson Stadium. Um, do we have Nick on the line, Trev? You gotta give me a little. Could not get a hold of Nick. Okay, well we're gonna try to get I'll a hold be, of Nick. I'll be waiting listening to the show and was like, I'm not going on with these lunatics. Did you hear that text by the way? <laughs> I think you know it's funny because that texter brought it up because when we went to that first break, I'm dying. I told you I just couldn't get it out of my mind of my own self <laughs> being like thrown through the sky <laughs> and like like this poor like person like walking their dog. Like I can see him like walking their poodle down the street and just get completely like side like <laughs> like a flying like a flying body scissors across them and like just nailing them. <laughs> you you know the noise that the kid in Happy Gilmore makes when he goes into the batting yes. cage. All I can think about is somebody on the sidewalk getting hit by you in a Kraken shirt flying through the sky. Like, oh my god, I've got legitimate tears. Um, <laughs> Uh, Texas says, Mike, does your dentist try and hire hitmen to kill her ex-husband? If so, stay away from that one. There's an update on that front, by the way, too, that we have to get to today. Whole nine yards uh, plot right there. There's an update um, that we're going to talk about at some point today. Was that Nick calling in? Okay, we're going we're gonna to have Nick Curran on. We're going to talk some Louisville Bats. Big weekend out there at Slugger Field. they got all sorts of promotions going on. should be a fantastic weekend. Thursday, Thursday today, of course. If you haven't made it out for a Thursday, Thursday, what are you doing? It's a, the, the best night to be out there at Slugger Field. Always good deals on, on beers. And then tomorrow, you've got Hops and Hounds happening. We mentioned this yesterday. Um, you can purchase your tickets now. Monic Beer Company sponsoring that. Bring your dog out to the ball, ballpark. It's always a fun time. And even if you don't have a dog, you just want to be around dogs. It's great to be out at Slugger Field. They're roaming around. They're having a fantastic time. Um, you can purchase ticket packs now on sale for Friday that are that include a game ticket for the human, three 12-ounce craft beers, and a limited edition souvenir mug. It's going to be a wonderful weekend out there at Slugger Field. And to talk about it, we now go to our guy. You know him. You love the voice. You hear the voice all the time. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel about sports. Uh, he is Nick Curran. Nick, welcome. I think this is the first time we've had you on the Mike Rutherford Show. So uh, welcome in. Happy to make this happen. You're about to feel the magic. No, I'm ready for the magic. Uh, let's talk. First of all, what happened yesterday with the bats? Like, we have to lead off with this. Like, like I, I saw the score. I was hoping that we could maybe get delayed if the other team was going to score 19 runs. That you could uh, just an off day for the bats yesterday against Omaha. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, not not a great day uh, for. Uh, I mean, everything went wrong. It was just one of those days. I mean, Omaha hit uh, hit a slew of home runs, and obviously. Uh, those were, were well-hit balls. They hit some five home runs in the game yesterday, but also had a lot, like eight infield hits somewhere in there and a lot of other dinky hits that fell in. So it all just, I mean, everything that could go wrong did. Uh, they had 25 hits, which is uh, a franchise record for a Louisville opponent. Uh, 19 nothing. we have confirmed, is the biggest shutout loss in franchise history. So definitely, uh, and that goes back 40 years to 1982, so uh, that, uh, yeah, I, I'd say just everything went wrong yesterday. And then on the other side, some really good pitching from Omaha. Their starter, Jackson Coar, a former first-round pick, he was locked in, and uh, the bullpen picked up from there. They've had a great bullpen all year. So, uh, yeah, everything that could go wrong did, and that was the result. The only thing that I, I took from that, the only thing that I heard, this phrase, historic day at the ballpark. That's all you got to say. 
historic day. It was there a- was a lot of history. A lot of history here yesterday. Right now, I mean, for people who are like me, who are Cincinnati Reds fans, looking at this Bats team, there's, there's a lot of reason to pay attention. You've got Jose Barrero uh, playing. You've got... Um, You've you've had Jake Fraley now uh, down with the team who had some some great stints with the Reds. It, it seems like you've got a solid amount of talent, even though you're you know yesterday was a nineteen to nothing game. There's still plenty of reasons to be excited about this lineup that we're seeing out there at Slugger Field these days. Yeah, it's a good. It, it, I think it is a team that can hit. It's 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 a pretty veteran team and a, a lot of guys that have proven that they can hit at this level and above or 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 below as well on their way up and. Uh, Barrero and Fraley here on rehab from the Reds, so exciting that they're making their way back, hopefully healthy soon to that Reds lineup soon. Um, they went back-to-back homers here a couple of nights ago on Tuesday, which was really cool. Uh, Max Schrock is likely to join this Louisville team very soon on rehab, working his way back, who was a really nice piece, uh, especially kind of a plug-in infielder off the bench utility guy for the Reds last year. So, um yeah, there's some excitement there. Graham Ashcraft is uh, one of the Reds' top pitching prospects. He's been with this Louisville team all year and has performed really well, uh, was with the team all year until he made his big league debut over the weekend in that start in Toronto and uh, performed by and large well in that. And, and he's he's a lot of fun to watch, throws really hard, and and uh, just has a great a couple of great off-speed pitches too. So he's he's been fun to watch, and... Yeah, there, there is a, a lot of excitement. And, and, you know, there's a guy like T.J. Friedel who's back here um, for the Bats who, who spent a good amount of time up with Cincinnati. Friedel doubled in the game yesterday, had one of Louisville's four hits in the game. So um, he's trying to get back into rhythm, more playing every day after, you know, spells of maybe not playing up in the big league. So definitely um, a, a lot of guys, if you're a Reds fan, that you want to pay attention to here. And I know on the arm side of things, obviously you've got Hunter Green up with the big club now, and some other guys have been called up. But Ben Lively had a good game the other day for the Bats. Are there any other exciting arms that fans of the Reds should be you know, on the lookout for if they're heading out to Slugger Field? Yeah, I mentioned Ashcraft. Uh, obviously he's been sort of the headliner. But I think, um, yeah, Lively has been solid and, and had a really good start here on Tuesday. was spectacular in six scoreless innings. Uh, 11 strikeouts, which was a bad season high. Uh, he's an interesting story because he's a former uh, Reds draft pick and then was away from the organization, spent the last two years in Korea before this year, and now back in the Reds organization. Uh, Pat Kelly was his first professional um, coach and manager, and now is back playing for him again, which is really cool. Uh, and then, you know, some bullpen arms, too, like a Philip Deal, who just had a stint in the big leagues. He's Recently gone on the bats injured list, but uh, hopefully we'll be back soon. Uh, very interesting lefty. Dowry Moretta throws really hard and um, has, was a guy that was in the Reds' bullpen for the first month plus. Raver San Martin obviously started in the Reds' rotation. He's back here with the bats after having a great year with Louisville last year. Uh, Mike Miner is slated to start tonight's game if we get it in. Uh, the Reds' rehabber. So uh, he's working his way this they're hoping will be his last rehab start before he joins that Reds rotation for the first time. So uh, a lot of interesting guys on the pitching side too um, that have either been to the big leagues this year or are trying to work their way there. It's a, we're talking with Nick Curran, by the way, talking some Louisville bats baseball. You may, first of all, how is the weather looking for tonight? It's not looking great out of our window here at the luxurious big X studios, but is there a chance we get this game in? Uh, there's a, there's always a chance. Um, I, I don't, it's, it's, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's, it's obviously not looking great. It is what it is, but, 
we'll see. It's always, the field drains well, that's what we always say, and it's always uh, difficult to make an early call because of that, but, but we will see. Um, the weekend looks great, which is which is very positive. So we'll see on tonight, but looking forward to a great weekend. If you do get the game in, it is Thursday, Thursday. Always a big-time attraction out there at Slugger Field. Tomorrow, I know you've got hops and hounds happening. Sunday, I know it's Memorial Day Eve. you get got some fireworks going on, also some different uh, performers happening. It sounds like it should be a, a fantastic weekend out there at Slugger Field with uh, hopefully some big-time crowds. Yeah, it's going to be uh, you know a lot going on in the waterfront forecastle as well this weekend, and uh, should be just a, a great weekend to be downtown and uh, uh, looking forward to everything, you know, sort of kicking off summer. Hops and Hounds was really popular last year. We rolled that out for the first time and, uh, you know, scheduled for tomorrow night, as mentioned. You bring your dog for just $3 added on to the human ticket price and uh, craft beer specials and everything as well and ticket packages, fastbaseball.com for all that. Uh, Saturday, uh, the Bats will play as the Mercia Lagos, the, the black jerseys with kind of the gold lettering, the Latin heritage jerseys, if you will, those hats, kind of the sugar skull bats. They've been really popular uh, since we rolled those out a few years ago, and uh, Bats will be playing. And those unis on Saturday, which is always popular, uh, $5 margaritas tomorrow night and Saturday. So if you're into that, come on out. And then Sunday is obviously the highlight, Memorial Day Eve, the fireworks after the game. Uh, also, a lot of uh, Kentucky Special Olympians here on Sunday, which will be really cool, sort of a send-off for them before they head to the, the U.S. Special Olympics Games in Orlando. And then uh, after the game, before the fireworks, you've got the Chicago Boys, who are uh, a great act, uh, kind of a, an acrobatic team. They do some really cool stuff gymnastically. And then uh, Matt Chad, who is both sort of a comedian and uh, also juggles chainsaws. So uh, okay. that's always an interesting act here, uh, and uh, yeah. So those will both be post game before the fireworks. So it's a big, it's a big weekend. Memorial Day Eve is always a big day, and, and looking forward to it on Sunday. I think we need to get Mad Chat on the show. I, I want to know how you get into some sort of hybrid comedian chainsaw juggling role. That's a the most fascinating combination of all time. Uh, also, it feels like we're we're playing like seventeen games in a row against the Storm Chasers. Is that is that true? Like, are we going to play anybody besides Omaha anytime soon? No, yeah, it's all year, just Omaha. Uh, no, it's it's um it's it's been it's a change that started last year in the minor leagues, or at least in AAA. I think throughout the entire minor leagues, uh, they've gone to six game series to help with some of the travel and reduce as much travel. So uh, every series, most every series, is six games in length, and so uh, we're in the midst of one of those. Next week, we'll go to Gwinnett. We'll have a six game series there. Um, every Monday, most Mondays are off days. This Monday will be an exception. Memorial Day, we're playing on Monday in Gwinnett, and then Tuesday will be off instead. But, yeah, Monday off days, sort of the norm, and then uh, a six-game series in one place. So, reduces the travel, reduces the stress, and um, does kind of get monotonous by the time you get to game five or six, but but it's uh, overall probably a good thing for the players. Makes perfect sense. Uh, he is Nick Curran. Follow him on Twitter at Nick Curran 35 and then keep it locked here to 1450 The Big X after we get on the air. We'll hand the baton to him. He'll have all the action tonight. Louisville Bats taking on Omaha again. 635 first pitch coverage will start when we get off the air. Nick, thanks so much for time. Uh, thanks so much for the time, buddy, and we'll be uh, hearing from you soon. Good to talk to you, Mike. Uh, appreciate it.
Of course. Uh, Nick Curran, he's the best in the business. You know his voice. You love his voice. He's calling everything these days, calling the bats, calling Louisville women's basketball, calling Bellarmine basketball. Uh, he's fantastic at what he does. And, again, you'll be able to hear him right here on this channel when we get off the air. Louisville Bats versus the Omaha Storm Chasers trying to bounce back from a 19 to nothing loss yesterday. Uh, again, get much worse, right? Worst loss in franchise history. They went back. They they did the research. Most hits they've ever given up. Most hits that the Omaha's ever had in franchise history, and biggest loss. Once again, there's one way to phrase that: historic day, record setting day, record setting day for the Louisville Bats baseball franchise. I, I all that aside, I got I got to know what kind of jokes one tells when 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 juggling chainsaws. Like, are we going knock knock jokes? Are we going like in depth like Norm McDonald with the <laughs> like a joke on the, the the talk show he does. I've got a lot of questions about Matt Chad. Matt, I do, mean, do the jokes happen before the chainsaw juggling? No, are, I are they simultaneous? Doing it, yeah. He's like juggling chainsaws while while telling a joke. Like, could you imagine like juggling chainsaws? And be like a man walks into a bar. Yeah. A priest walks into a bar, like as a chainsaw <laughs> yeah. just like falls right in his face. Yeah. <laughs> a pirate walks into a bar with a string wheel in his waist. Bartender says, "What's go? What, what's with the string wheel?" Says, "Arr, it's driving me nuts." Yeah, are they? Like, Meanwhile, he's doing chainsaws in the air. Are they good jokes? Because I feel like the material doesn't have to be grade A if you're also juggling chainsaws. It puts yeah. a lot less pressure on the material. Are we going storytelling, short jokes, like one-liners? I mean, let me tell you about my wife. Been married for about five years. It's like we're all. We're, but I love that you and I both, as we do the jokes, like we're doing the motion yeah. as if people can see us doing the chainsaw like, juggling. Because here's what I'm picturing: like, what was? And I'm sure you know, Mad Chad is. Like me, you know, he can he can juggle and tell jokes like I can drive and text. We gotta get him on the show. But like, like what what happened to be? It was like it was like one of those like long jokes, like a, a good storytelling joke, like a Norm McDonald type thing. And like, there's an accident. Like, no, I mean, I, I don't know. Is, does it make me a bad person that'd be mad that I didn't get to the joke? This poor guy like chopped off his arm. And I'm like, no. What happened to the flea? Like, what? what, what I want the punchline. His website is him riding a skateboard. And juggling chainsaws he, and looking. And he rides a skateboard. This has Matt Chad on the bottom of it. Look at that. Dude looks insane. I think that's part of the thing. I mean, Jay, his first quote of approval, his first endorsement on his website is a quote from Jay Leno. Ooh, that's how you know he's good. Yeah. Mad Chad is incredible, said Jay Leno. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I go to bats game. He's performed in front of Nebraska Cornhuskers. Don't really say that. Student section. No, there's pictures of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was like when it promotes like we're talking. He's been called the evil Knievel of comedy, and it's no wonder whether it's the chainsaws flying, the stun guns clicking, or the audience doing the wave. I don't know if no, we need to have the wave in quotes there. Mad Chad's family-friendly 60-minute uh, show is sure to get your adrenaline pumping. 60 minutes? 60 minutes of chainsaws and comedy. We need somebody to go to the ballpark this weekend and report back. About the Mad Chat show. Yeah. That's Sunday. That's a lot of joke. That's a good stand-up routine by itself. That's Sunday, Memorial Day Eve. They're going to have fireworks, and they're going to have comedic chainsaw juggling. What more could you want? Uh, is it like a Jerry Seinfeld act? Like, what's the deal with peanuts? What's the deal with these chainsaws flying around my head? I've got to know more. <laughs> got to know more. Uh, we'll take a break when we come back. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Ray Liotta. We'll talk about this football recruiting stuff that's going on. New commitment coming. Who is it? 
trying to do some some digging, trying to see who Keith thinks it is, trying to see who other people think it is. Uh, we'll take your text as well on the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. Also reminding you guys, if you need sunglasses, not today, but sunnier days are coming right around the bend. Think for yourself. I'll warm on the way here. Well, it's gotten pretty dark out there. But this weekend, as Nick Curran just told you, it's going to be fantastic. The sun's going to be out. If you're heading out to Slugger Field and you want a clear, perfect vision of Mad Chad, there's only one place to go. It's ShadyRays.com. ShadyRays.com, best part about their sunglasses is if you lose them, break them, have them stolen, whatever, Trevor Kelsey comes flying out of his car and squashes you, <laughs> squashes the sunglasses because he's not wearing a seatbelt, you can get a free pair back from Shady Rays within 30 days. They're going to send you a free pair, no questions asked. And the even, I guess the second best part is you can use the promo code Big X and it's going to save you 25% off those sunglasses. Again, go to ShadyRays.com. Trevor and I both have pairs. We're not just uh, hyping them up for no reason. I've been wearing mine oh, in the car it. all week. Trevor loves his. Uh, they've got polarized shades. They've got other different uh, cool stuff that I don't even know what they're talking about. But I know what polarized is. I know how it looks different. I'm enjoying mine thoroughly. ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code Big X. It'll save you 25%. We'll be right back here with the Mike Rutherford Show after this. Life in the fast lane. Show me. Trevor song. Who was the most successful solo career of the Eagles members? Automatically, Walsh Fry and Henley come to mind. I obviously. thought Walsh Fry, although Henley I mean, has Henley, a very solid case. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, they all had kind of about the same amount of successful singles, at least. But I wonder who would be considered the more, most successful solo actor. That's, I mean, like who sold the most? I guess, probably, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, probably Don Henley. I mean, he probably did. I mean, because he also did like some some duets with like Stevie Nicks, and he had Dirty Laundry, and but I mean, Walsh has. I mean, life, you know, life's been good, and Rocky Mountain High, and Fry has the heat is on. Ooh, the heat is yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, was it Lights in the City? I think is what the other one, the real popular song he had. It was a single. But I wonder if Henley, like Henley, probably also got a ton of money because The Boys of Summer has been re, like, like yeah, you know, yeah, redone terms, like terms, three or four times. I mean, well, Joe Walsh hit Rocky Mountain, knowing that part of he probably had sold that for royalties. I'm sure to Course Light in some way. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I would think if they haven't, they're missing the boat on that. Very good point. I mean, they could use both these songs actually for a beer commercial. But let's get them on the show. I, yeah, I, I tell mean, us your uh, your, your gross net. <laughs> How much are you worth? Uh, it's got to be close, though. I mean, I, the, the December, who would maybe be the best of the three solos? Let's talk uh, real quickly, because you and I both, we're sad about this. Ray Liotta dying today. Yeah, it sucked. Abruptly. I, I'm at, yeah, out of nowhere. He Have they said what happened? Like, he was in was, his sleep. Yeah, I saw all, it's all I've seen is that yeah. it was in his sleep. So, I mean, you can go with multiple things, because, I mean. Well, yeah, it could be anything. 
yeah. I mean, usually it's like some kind of like an aneurysm or something. Normally, a lot of times when it's like, okay, this could be a heart attack. He was, uh, yeah, filming a movie. He was with his fiance in the uh, was Dominican Republic, I think. Um, Sixty-seven years old, not that old. In the sleep is the best way to go, right? Uh, I kind of want to be aware of what's happening. Do you? Yeah. The abruptness, like. I, I guess it I doesn't mean, the matter. Worst, worst is being sideswiped by a fat dude in a Kraken shirt down the street. <laughs> yeah, being be, being drilled by a flying Trevor in a Kraken shirt who wasn't wearing a seatbelt and texting while driving. That's number one on everybody's. You know, don't want to wave. Don't want to go this way. <laughs> That'd be worse than drowning. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Trevor flying Trevor smash one, tortured slowly and painfully forever. Uh, too waterboarded. Waterboarded. Yeah, would be bad. But Ray Liotta, I'm known for – what do you think he's most known for? You and I were talking about this. I would say probably Goodfellas. Probably Goodfellas. I mean, it's got to be – I mean, it's, if it's not Goodfellas, you're going with you Field, know, of, Field dreams. of Dreams. Yeah, I mean – I mean, didn't it be – The voice from Grand Theft Auto? I was going to say, it's just somebody out there like, Operation Dumbo Drop. No. <laughs> I mean, come on, people. Uh, <laughs> great movie. Those two – and it's crazy to think about it. I didn't look this up. I looked at his uh, filmography earlier. Like, Field of Dreams and Goodfellas was like – I mean, they weren't his first movies, but that was like his second and third movie he did. It was early. I knew that. Like, I had no idea. And they were, right, of course, right next to each other as well. Because Field of Dreams was first, I want to say, 89. He did something. He, he he blew up with something wild, which I don't, I've don't. i never actually seen. But I haven't either. He was nominated for a Golden Globe and several other film critics were. So, and I've heard of the movie, but I had forgotten he was even in it. And then, yeah, then he did like Dominic and Eugene, some movie no one's ever probably heard of. And then he did Field of Dreams, Goodfellas, back to back, 89, 90. Man. That's a nice little, nice little back to back. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, great in both, by the way. I mean, how many other movies can you name he was in though? Blow. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he was the father of of uh, of, of Johnny Depp. Um, Operation Dumbo Drop, Which, like you yeah, said. Did, yeah, yeah. It's harder than I thought. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You, you're sitting there going, well, "What is?" And I promise you, from like '92 up until like 2010, this guy's jumped. Pushing out like three, four movies a year. Yeah, I, you're right. Like I can't think of it. I, the other thing that I thought of was literally like, the voice from of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, not Tommy, even a, not even a movie. <laughs> uh, there was Copland. If you remember that movie with Sylvester Stallone, I remember. I remember the movie. I never saw it. I never knew he was in Muppets from Space. I feel like I do now that you I say didn't that. even know that was a movie. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, I had forgotten about this one. I probably should have Hannibal. Which I didn't like. Never saw it. It wasn't very good. Uh, John Q. Which was saw a John movie. Q. That's I had forgotten he was in that. Um, some other ones just just come up. My, again, there's so many. I'm smoking aces. Yeah. Wild hogs. Wild hogs. I don't. Well, he wasn't one of the main four though. Wasn't that like uh, Travolta? Yeah, I never and, saw it. I mean, somehow no. I did. I don't know oh why. My God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's 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 where you wonder why something's wrong with no, me. That's sad. Observe and report. Fair point. Date night, okay. Charlie Saint Cloud. Charlie Saint sucks. I never watched it. Was I've heard? I've never heard good Terrible. things. I mean, that's not even. We're not even. That's you know. This, this is up to 2010. Devil. Oh no, that was brought up. I was devil's in the details. So, yeah, it's been kind of hit and miss since then. But oh, and he was in the last, most recently, the Many Saints of Newark. I, I think, never watched it. So, which do you like him? Which role did you like him in more? Goodfellas or Filter? That's where it comes all down to, right? Because he's great in both. Yeah, he is. Um. I asked you this also before the break. I was you thought I was upset at your decision. I don't think there's a wrong answer. I lean towards Field of Dreams as far as which you liked more. It's, it's his character 
Like the movie, I mean, well, I'll probably like Field Dreams more as a movie, but that's like by a nose because I love Goodfellas as well. But I don't know. I just him playing Shoulders Joe Jackson. I just like. I, I it's just great. I, I just love Field of Dreams too. And he's great in both. He is. Yeah, there's really not a wrong answer. I don't think, unless you're just that big a fan of the Dumbo Drop movie. Well, yeah, <laughs> true. He's gonna be missed. I was always sad yeah, to like see Dennis that. Dennis Leary and Danny Glover, Donald Glover and stuff. That's like an all-star cast. Yeah. 67 is <laughs> too young. Way too young, yeah. Um, Thornton Stacks line, 502-414-1450. Uh, texter says, pretty sure I saw him a few years ago at Huber's for a nurse appreciation thing. From what I remember, it's him doing just a kid friend. Oh, this is the oh, this is about Mad Chad. I thought it was about Ray Liotta. Oh, so did I. I was... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's just a kid-friendly like, stand-up set and juggling different things till it gets to the chainsaws. Like kids. just setting the tone. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's family-friendly comedy is what it says. Well, on his yeah, I wouldn't expect him to tell a dirty joke. I mean, I kind of wanted him to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into race. <laughs> the bats crowd just horrified. <laughs> just juggling chainsaws. I mean, I wouldn't expect. Like the Jezelneck telling, telling those kind of jokes. <laughs> Somebody since we were talking about net worth, just Googled Mike Rutherford net worth, I guess, hoping that he could find mine somehow. And, it, of course, the guy from Genesis came oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's $60 million. <laughs> no wonder he has a finance guy. I love when I get tagged. I've said this before. I love when I get tagged on Instagram as, as that guy. Because it'll be a picture of, like, Genesis just, like, rocking out together. And, like, it's like, at real Phil Collins, at Genesis official. And it's, like, at Card Chronicle on this old guy who looks like Jesus in the background. I'm like, how did you think that was me? I mean, I was telling tell a friend of mine a couple weeks ago about how, you you know, you get tagged on, on poor Mike Rutherford's birthday on Twitter. Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, you, know, you think that even though his name it says Mike Rutherford, the, the, the handle is Card Chronicle. Or just like quick glance at the bio. It's like Louisville Cardinal Sports. <laughs> yeah. College basketball. <laughs> Do people not look at look at that stuff when they tag people on Twitter? I don't think so. I, I think they just like see Mike Rutherford. They see that I have like a decent amount of followers. And they're like, oh, well, that's, this is the guy. He's got the blue check. Like, I don't know. I always look at the stuff right You should. Anybody. I mean, you think. Yeah. Like, why is the bassist from Genesis calling himself Card Chronicle? It's a very strange, strange thing. <laughs> it was the 80s. Weird time. <laughs> T.J. Uh, Walker texted in and said, how many wine slush Wednesdays did Nick take down? It is wine slush or was wine slush Wednesday. And that's the if you're trying to get through a 19 to nothing game. Against the Omaha Storm Chasers, one slushies, probably as good as anything. And those usually the deals they when they do those, don't they? They end like in the seventh inning or something. Yes, usually. So, but if a game's like nineteen nothing, I know how many drinks you could have out of seventh inning. Did you ever do the Thirsty Thursday at Slugger Field? Uh, oh, they were all the rage. Like when I was, those it, are dollar, they're dollar beers or whatever. Now I think it's two dollars. Is they, it two dollars? They've upped it a Still little bit, cheap, but, but they're yeah. bigger. Like it used to be. I mean, like oh seven, oh eight, oh nine. When I was graduating from college and then like those first couple of years after college i mean we went like every week and you just you know we weren't really doing anything else like anything yeah. of consequence you would just grab two beers get to the back of the line drink them keep going by the time you get up the line yeah and we would just get obliterated it was bad no they don't but do they don't, the thursday thursday doesn't go that goes into like the third or fourth inning doesn't it or, i can't remember at this point it's i, I didn't think they took i know they've changed the rules but it was, it was great fun back in the day Nah, I never got to that. The closest thing that that ever did was on uh, when I was at Western on Thursdays. There was a bar that did ten dollars at the door, all you can drink. I did that in Lexington a few times, and it was of course you got the, so you, dangerous. Oh, you're telling, I mean, it, they, you got the bottom shelf stuff. Like I'd get bourbon and coke all the time, but they, you know they get and they give like a what a twelve ounce cup or something. It's yeah, small. So you're drinking plenty of them. But me and my roommates would go, and my friends would go to this every Thursday night. I want to say it was a dark star, but it did it. I can't remember though. 
and we'd get it, and basically we would just do a contest because every time you got a drink, you got a little straw in it, mm-hmm. and we take the straw and we put it in our pocket. And whoever had the most straws at the end of the night would just—I mean—we just basically be the winner of the night. I mean, I guess you could say it's the winner, but in reality, it's kind of the loser. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, those things were always. I remember they would do it. It was if anybody listening is my around my age, Avio in Lexington at UK was a big deal, and they also it was like ten dollars all you could drink. And they would try to make it a bigger deal than it was because they would come around. They'd have the girls with like the the shots that never they were they, oh, were, they we were didn't free. Have that in Bowling Green. They yeah. were there was never anything in them. You would take them. And you'd be like, that's like straight cranberry juice or something. Oh, like you yeah. knew what they, what they were doing. But we used to my senior year of college. Uh, some of my best friends at Bellman, they lived directly across the street from what's now Zanzibar, used to be the Brown Bag. I've heard of that place, yeah. And they would have on Thursdays, like again, this is something that would blow your mind now, like 25 cent beer night. You would have, and it, 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 you're, like it was the same thing, like smaller cups. But yeah, you still, got like a 10 ounce, 12 ounce cup or whatever. But still an incredible deal. So, like, you, we would just, yeah. chug, and by the end of my senior year, of, like at Bellarmine, like we would have like everybody from Bellarmine just come into that thing. It used to just be us. Like, we would just be, you know, random Tuesday night. I'm like, hell yeah, we're walking directly across the street to go drink at this bar that my buddy's uncle runs. Uh, the Nords used to run it. And then we would just, you know, stumble back across the street and go to sleep. It was great. Tight in Nords? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, no. Former U of L offensive line coach. North. Yeah, so I meant yeah, yeah, and like uh, they were running the place, and they're one of my friends from Bellarmine married his daughter. Oh, okay, um, and so like we had had it in there. One of them worked there for a while. It was great. It was incredible. And then oh, it was fun times. It became Zanzibar pretty quickly. I miss uh, uh, the text lines blowing up about Wix Wednesdays. Wix Wednesdays was fantastic too. I know you went a couple times to that for Wix Wednesday. Did you? I, I thought you had a story about your. A friend like just taking a piece of pizza on a Wix Wednesday. From no, well, that wasn't a Wix Wednesday, but that was that Wix. Just a normal, just a normal <laughs> Wix day. Yeah, I got the cop now, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we were sitting at the pub. That was the the old Wix on Goose Creek. I would have been when I worked there, and we were just getting drunk up there. And I just remember the guy that was they had, like a dude playing acoustic guitar, and I remember him playing Quiet Right, Quiet Right on the acoustic guitar. I'm like really? Like he's like, come on, feel the no-. like the hippie version of that song, which that there is one. The Wix Wednesday but, value yeah. was incredible. I mean, you got so much bang for your buck. I miss being young. I mean, we just Wix is good too. It also was just all of those all you can drink deals were just disastrous. There was a place, uh, what was it called? I don't know how I did those sometimes. There was a place in in Lexington, in UK. I think it was the Paddock that we started going to uh, more like my senior year of college when I would go visit. And they had it Thursdays, and it was like it was it wasn't even ten bucks. It was like six bucks to get in, and like you could drink like all beer, all the beer you wanted. I mean, just recipe for disaster. Yeah, there was one time where I know I left to go puke and just pay, paid cover coming back in because I was so embarrassed. Like I was like, yeah, you you get this extra five bucks. I'm sorry. I can't remember what it was. I had two classes on a Friday, my first semester at Western, and Thursday night was all you could drink. And I mean, it was just like next semester no friday classes not falling for that again so i don't care what i gotta do schedule wise i'm not getting up for friday class again hilarious that you say (laughs) so when we would do this uh the 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 thing at the brown bag the thursday night all the 25 cent beer 50 cent beer tonight two of the girls like one of them was dating my buddy who lived across the street and then another girl who was always around with us we had the same class on friday mornings and every friday morning like we'd get up and be like like you coming to class? Gonna see you class? I was like, nope. nope. <laughs> I went the first two Fridays of that semester. Did not go another Friday. It's like every day, like like we're, we're headed right there. I'm like, I'm going home to sleep. I will yeah. see you all on Monday. I'd be so hungover on Fridays. Uh, apparently, the Bats game just got called. That is a Rutherford show curse of all time. Did it really? Like canceled or just delay? Texters, I'm trusting the text line here, which is dangerous. But Texas Bats game just got called. Our apologies to Nick Curran. Hey, night off. We get him on the show and he gets the night off. 
God. You think they called it because he came on our show or your show? Maybe. I'm, you're getting credit on this one. TJ I'm Walk- not putting my name on the show on this one. TJ Walker says two keys. Uh, Thursday was all you could drink. It was. I remember that. Uh, goldfish races on Tuesday. I never never went to that. Was never there. I've heard about those. I never never. See, I never I never did the bar scene in Lexington. So I did it probably too much. My junior and senior year. See, the only few times I went to Lexington and hung out was usually just like dorm stuff or how, like a house party or stuff. I never actually went to a bar in Lexington. Texas Mike back in the day, we used to get obliterated. Mike now, I have pots. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're you're not wrong. A very accurate summation of, of, of the change in my life here. This life lesson, kids. You go out drinking all night, you end up with pots. Uh Texas also give those KSR turds some grief. They Ooh. were trying to joke on you this morning. But all that karma came back to bite them today. Likely no Chris Rodriguez, and they lost the Bama wide receiver. What were they trying to joke on me about? Yeah, what, what joke on you or me? I think me. What, what were they? What were they throwing shots at you for? I don't know. Let me know, Texter. Yeah, we didn't listen. What's KSR coming at me for? By the way, it's bad enough they stole her intern. Well, that's no. He's talking. He said KSR. Oh, KSR. Oh, my bad. I don't know if he Sorry. meant KRC. KSR, but yeah, let's address the elephant in the room. Intern Jacob just bounced on us for K- KRC. Now I want to know what KSR's talking trash too. I'm more worried. I'm more ticked off about that one too. Yeah, KRC. I'm like, okay, it's fun. It's just fun in the family. But I haven't made any sort of like references to UK or anything in the last like two days. I don't think yeah. they haven't even come up. Besides, I, like on the show. I, I, I mean, I have said some stuff that could possibly get them to talk trash about me. But I mean. I don't know what they. I mean, I don't know why Matt would be talking about me, and if Ryan's talking about me, it's just to make tell Matt because Matt's telling him to do it. Oh boy! Oh. By the way, speaking of, I don't know why this is random. You brought up KSR, but have you seen that Google commercial that they they mimic the police? It's like every every button you press. No. Every so it's like, I'll be watching. It's like a, it's like a like like commercial about you know the internet spying on you and everything you go to. Next time you see it, tell me the guy that's singing it the creepingly over the person's shoulder doesn't look just like Shannon the dude. I like Shannon. I, I love Shannon. This isn't like a joke. I'm not like making fun of him. Like the first time I saw this commercial last night, I'm like, is that is this like a local commercial? Like I think it's Shannon, and of course it's not, and it's not him. But yeah, it looks yeah. just like him. I think. I said KSR guys were talking about you this morning, Mike. They were making. I, I think he means KRC. Yes, because he says yeah. they're making fun of you for saying now that you started doing the bass promos, they can't win. Well, they're, they're not wrong about that. <laughs> I still have not seen any confirmation of a cancellation yet. If I voice your intro video, you're going to have a bad time. I believe the bats are currently 14 and 28. Still better than the Reds. What's the Reds record? Who cares? They're playing better. Okay, that's, that doesn't answer my question. I, well under 500 right now is what I would say. Do you want me to look up the Reds record right <laughs> yeah, now? I could probably look it up faster than you. All can. I know is they won today by a lot. 20 to 5. Suck it, Cubs. Did they really? Yeah. Wow. Cubs, Wick tried to call out Joey Votto last night, blew up in his face. Uh-oh. He said, walk, mother bleeper. You don't talk like to Joey Lee like that. The Reds are. 14 and 30. Yep. But took a series from the Cubs because the Cubs suck. So the same win as the Bats. Close. Did you say the Bats had 14 wins? 14 and 28, I believe, is the Bats record. Okay. I was just hearing win total, I guess. Uh, hey, by the way, as of now, you are no longer in officially last place. You are tied with the Kansas City Royals. Good. Well, you mean for worst record in the baseball? Fewest wins. Okay. One and just one only behind Washington, who has fifteen. Okay, Texas says uh, Trevor was it Bruco and Bowling Green that you're talking about? It might have been. He has no idea. I, I, again, it was Thursday night. You only can drink. What do you? Expect? You're asking Trevor to remember something from? All I remember is it had it had, it had two floors. It had like a bar with like like a that would play like a rock band would play live, and if you went downstairs, it would all, it was always playing like hip hop music. Like it had two like two different sections. I remember those bars. 
and I, it could have been Brew Company. I mean, it was in the little circle area downtown off Cherry Street. My favorite, the, the weirdest thing about like, I can remember the location. I can't remember the name of the bar. In my drinking days, you'd go to some of those bars like where you know you'd have like one area was kind of like the chill, like you had like the outside area, and there's like a dance club area, and like in your mind, you're in like the biggest mansion of all time, the maze, and then you go there like sometimes during the day, and you're like, it's empty. This place is like 500 square feet. Like, yeah. they, like this, it's like three rooms in my mind. Like when I was hammered, this is the biggest place in the entire world. I didn't know where I was half the time, and now I'm like, oh, it's just there's two doors in yep. this entire place, especially. Like when I was a kid, like cause I grew up almost in Phoenix Hill. Like my mom bartended there when I was a kid. There's a text about Phoenix Hill. So Texas says, "Remember when Phoenix Hill used to do 75 cent Coors Light? Holy hell, that was dangerous." Yeah, it was. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend everyone wear their seatbelt on the way home on that one. Uh, no, yeah, because I so my mom bart so a lot of times. Like she'd get there, you know, early for a shift, and I pretty much spent like the day playing in like the Rose Garden and. To me, for the longest time, like that place was just gigantic. It was like yeah. a giant castle. I mean, to like eight year old Trevor running around there, you know, doing, you know, scooping around. And then you see it now, you're like, oh. Well, now it's gone. But, well, yeah, but, but, yeah. Yeah, but, you didn't, but even when I got older, yeah, like when I'd go there, yeah, I got older. I remember, even though I tried to go there when I turned 21, they wouldn't let me in because I don't know if you know this. Like when you, you know, people turn at midnight at 21, everybody goes out. Mm-hmm. By law, if a bar opens before midnight, you aren't technically allowed to be allowed in. Like no. if you like, so say you didn't turn, stop me on my twenty first. No one ever, yeah. enfor- no one ever enforces it. I was in Dayton though. Yet Phoenix Hill, who's been hit with ABC more times than you can imagine, I can understand. That. They were like, "No, we can't let you in." I'm like, what? And "Of course." By the time I get there, I'm just so hammered anyway. We have a lot of people <laughs> who are trying to figure out. Uh, they think they know. Text that's definitely Bruco Trevor, and then the text right after that says, "I think Trevor is talking about Tidballs and BG," which sounds like a Bruco sounds a more like because that one sounds that rings a bell. I mean, we're talking 17 years ago, people. I haven't been to, I haven't done Bone Ring like 05, 06. TJ, and you didn't really know you were there when you were there. Barely. TJ, by the way, says that intern Jacob texted them at 6, 10 a.m. saying that he forgot he had his, quote, golf job this morning and he didn't show up to the studio and it was also pouring rain all morning. He's worried about intern Jacob. Intern Jacob, when he texted me on Thursday and told me he wasn't going to make, he gave me the same excuse. I forgot I had to work at the, at the club today. And that was like a half an hour before your show. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there. But. I think we let him on the radio, and he's got his, he's got his taste of glory, and that's all he wanted. Now he's out. I'm just kind of upset. I didn't even. I thought he quit on us. I didn't even know he went to KRC. Just went to KRC. I was like, we, I was like, we ran this guy off in like three days. Spends three <laughs> days here, and all of a sudden he's Russell Westbrook, just demanding trades. <laughs> I mean, I guess he, being a UK guy, I guess he feels more comfortable being with them. But I can understand that. Yeah. Well, they've already got three people. They don't need a fourth in there. Yeah, we're the ones who need interns. Yeah, we need interns. I need somebody to cover for me so I can go get smoke breaks. Texas Cluckers on UofL's campus also had an all-you-can-eat wings and I think all-you-can-drink beer. I don't remember going anywhere all-you-can-eat, though. Texas, I can't understand why Phoenix Hill closed, LOL. <laughs> yeah, I think they're being obviously sarcastic there. Texas, I'm old enough to remember Phoenix Hill 50-cent Coors Lights. The price just keeps getting lower on these tucks. Oh, Texas says, I passed out on the courthouse steps in BG one night. I don't remember where it went south. <laughs> Texas says, good times in Vicks good and Lord. BG. All these people know all these Bowling Green places, and you don't know any of them. I mean, I can I can literally picture it. Had like, it had like a a, um, a courtyard in front of it. And you like, because you couldn't park like right in front. You'd park on the street, and there was like a, a courtyard, and there was a couple different bars. There was a pizza place that had a giant pizza. I think it was called Tony something. I mean, this pizza was like the size of like this table in here. I got it one time, and it was humongous. Texas says intern Jacob smoked crack with Trevor, and now he's hustling for more crack. 
what? Takes an intern Jacob going downhill real quick. We've lost him. You, you, I mean, you know where we lost him? The butt pot story. The butt joint. <laughs> I thought it was when we brought him in here. and was like, one in three, get arrested. You didn't. You didn't. I had, he's like, if I stay here, I might be well, one in three. That was all part of the same story. Yeah. I mean, within, oh, yeah, you got a Within boy, two yeah. hours of meeting him, you're talking about how you got arrested and somebody pulled out a joint from their butt and offered it to you. <laughs> this guy's like, I thought sports radio was going to be different. I listen to KSR every morning. That's, they're not talking about this sort of stuff. Well, you brought him on the air. He ran off once you did that. I'm telling you, he got his taste of glory, and he can stand it. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I don't want to talk about golf anymore with this guy. This is all I wanted. (laughs) Golf takes, and now I'm out of here. Um, All right, I know we're up against the top of the hour. Scooter Dingus says those quarter Coors lights at Phoenix Hill were unreal. Is Scooter Dingus old enough to remember going to Phoenix Hill? No way. Well, yeah, probably, yeah. Scooter Dingus is like 24. No, Scooter Dingus is like 37, 38. He's my age? Yeah. Well, now I like him even more. Um, he just he looks, looks like young. he's 12. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Texas Beef O'Brady's near the stadium had 50 cent PBR. Did he? I've been, to, I've been, I mean, I've been to that Beef O'Brady. They have PBR de- deals at headliners too back in the day. I like Beef O'Brady's. They get good food. Me too. All right. Second break when we come back, hour number three is on the way. We will talk uh, actual sports stuff and, and I'm sure non actual sports stuff as well. We have to talk about this uh, football mystery recruit that we still haven't gotten to and also the Pierce Clarkson basketball recruit mystery potentially solved and i still get my 45 seconds and you get 45 seconds talking aew we'll make that happen after the break it's the mike rutherford show and the hour number five hour number three is on the way next here on 1450 the big x hour five five o'clock hour We figured out a theme today? No. It's not the Indy 500 in case you It's also not years now. I know that. No, no. Um, I'm trying to remember the songs we played today. You never Bon remember. Jovi. It's, they all have life in the title? That is correct. Because I, I just remembered It's My Life, Bon yeah. Jovi, um, and then Day in the Life. I don't remember the other songs we played. Uh, there was also Wild Wild Life by Talking, Talking Heads. Heads, yeah. And we had uh, Life in the Fast Lane. Okay. And Life's Been Good. I like it. There you go. Going with life today. We're feeling good. We're feeling alive. We're happy to be alive. We're good to be here. And we can confirm what the texter did let you know, let us know that the Bats game has been, right after we got the phone with Nick. It's dead. It's Bats been canceled. Dead. Uh, they will make it up a doubleheader on Saturday. Rutherford Show Curse. Uh, really strike. First time we have Nick Kern on, first time we talk Bats, and boom, quite literally five minutes later, they announced that the game's not going to be played tonight. I started thinking something positive. I was like, well, if they do that, if it cancels tonight, it means they might do a doubleheader tomorrow, which means... 
Hmm. We may get a day off. Hmm. And then I was just talking to Douglas at the break, and he confirmed with Nick that the game tomorrow is just normal, and they're doing a doubleheader on Saturday instead. Well, son of a <laughs> would have been a nice little Friday treat, but hey. Because they did that to us one time where they, they, they had to move the end of a game to the next day, and we got out at like 4 o'clock. We did like an hour, remember, of radio? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's the three weekend coming up. I'm saying. Could have been a four-day. I mean, we... What's on? The, well, I guess we can talk about this tomorrow. I'm assuming you have any weekend plans for the holidays. We've got uh, actually Mary's has a friend from her hometown who's getting married, so we have a wedding. We're going to oh. Springfield uh, on Saturday. He's married on a three day weekend. I mean, yeah, it's it's Saturday at least. We okay. we have our Sundays to ourselves. Um, we'll figure out what we're gonna do. Besides that, it's gonna be fine. Open bar at the wedding. I would assume so. But it doesn't matter to you, right? Man, I can't drink right now. I got the pots. Do you gotta play? You gotta be the the, the designated DDD for for Mary. Well, does Mary put them back a little bit? Oh yeah. What's what's Mary's go to drink? Bud Light Lime. Okay. BLLs. She will down them. We have to call ahead of time a lot of places to make sure that they have Bud Light Lime. It's very <laughs> embarrassing. I make her do it because I I refuse. It's, I, I can relate to that. I, I also have several times. There have been nights where like I'm like not drinking or like I'm at a place where I'm done drinking, and she'll be like, "Hey, can you go to the bar real quick and get a Bud Light Lime for me?" And I'm so embarrassed to order just that that I go ahead and order a different drink for myself <laughs> just because I'm so self-conscious about this person her, judging me. Her, her drink of choice is going to cause you to become an alcoholic. <laughs> if you go to UofL games, by the way, like they don't have Bud Light Lime, but she will order a Bud Light and a Lime to put in there. And do you know what they call that? A Bud Light Lime? An Oklahoma Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, <laughs> the first time the uh, like the bartender at the Yum Center was we say, "Oh, Oklahoma Corona." I'm like, "Wow, I am using that for the rest of my life." Oh, Trevor's red in the face. I'm assuming Mary did not take it so friendly. Oh, she loved it. Oh, she did. Okay, good. She thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was wonderful. She not, she doesn't she's not a hard drinker. Then no 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 hard liquors. She will not as much as she used to be. Wine. I consider being a wine person a little bit. Yeah, not really. Not really. A little bit, but you know, not not her drink of choice. Back in the day we both just we we probably both drank way too much. Well, I mean, who doesn't? They're yeah. 20 to 20. I mean, you should that that's what the tw- your 20s are for. And then like probably early 30s. In the early 30s, too. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we definitely had the drunkest like wedding showers and stuff beforehand and then wedding was out of control. It was great. <laughs> Open bar? Oh yeah. You don't charge for drinks at a wedding, man. No, it's perfect. Don't be that couple. It's perfect. Um, Texas says no booze, but can you roll a fatty, Mike? Well, we're getting there. We're we're, <laughs> we're working. On it. I can't roll with a crap. Well, no, I think he was. I don't, I don't think he was actually asking about the rolling skills. I think it was just like, can you partake? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Texas, I've always heard, oh, this is Scooter Dingus, who says, first of all, you all are out of control. I'm 32, and I definitely don't remember ever going to Phoenix Hill. I was just trying to keep with the lower Coors Light prices. It went from 75 to 50. Oh, my bad on not picking up on the joke. He's 32, by the way. That's 32. Like, I thought he was older than that. I apologize, Scoots. He says, I've also always heard that Oklahoma Corona was PBR and lime. I'm sure it's just like any other beer besides. I'm with a lime. With a lime. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes sense, yeah. Um. <laughs> I've never heard that story, so. Texture says, Trevor, you going into work is literally the only movement in your life. Work is the only thing keeping you alive. For the sake of your life, you don't need an off day. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> not, no, yeah, especially when I get Stranger Things coming out tomorrow. Not true. Um, let's Would talk- that be 4 a.m. tonight, though, I guess? Because days are 26, so yeah. It's usually Fridays at like 3 a.m. Well, because it's midnight, but it's West Pacific Coast. time. Yeah. yeah. So it'll which, be 3 a.m. here. 
Yeah, so 3 a.m. I could be. Ooh, man, do I start it tonight where I come in tomorrow? Are you going to be up at 3 a.m.? Probably. I, I told you this before. I learned I'm usually about five or six when I go to bed. I learned that lesson the hard way. We were getting ready. I think we were getting ready to go like to Italy, like 2015, and like the new season of BoJack Horseman was coming out, and like we were just gonna stay up all night because our flight was early. And so at midnight, I'm like, hell yeah, like I can watch like oh, four know, hours yeah. of BoJack. And it start it started, and I'm like furious. I'm like, why? I'm like just refreshing it, refreshing it, refreshing. <laughs> and finally, I Google search. I'm like, oh no, like is it? Is it Pacific time? And the, sure enough, that's that's when I found out that when they say midnight, these shows are coming out. Let's be real. Because Netflix is based in San, Fer- uh, San I don't Fernando. Care. Let's yeah. use the time zone that Jesus recognizes, which is the East Eastern. Coast. Yep. Like God only pays attention to the East Coast. He only recognizes the Eastern time zone. Let's use that. That's the standard bear. Are you with me that you didn't even learn what Central Time was until you started watching WGN and like TBS? And you see the 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern, 8, 7 p.m. Central. It, I, that's how I learned. Maybe. I, that's, I how I, that's the first time I learned there was a different time zone. Let's talk real quickly this this football recruit because everybody now is doing this. I think it was um, it was Aaron Williams, the the cornerback recruit, who just tweeted out today another one, and then the DJ Collin thing, and then Pierce Clarkson follows suit with like eyeball emoji fires, and like all these all the members of the twenty twenty three class are now doing this thing, and I think some of the coaching staff members are doing this, which always means a commitment is imminent. It's coming. We've, we've seen this before. Like it has never failed us. There hasn't been one of these where they've been dropping all the hints and then we haven't gotten something. This all says, this all screams that within the next couple of days, somebody is going to commit. Now, I've done some sleuthing. Ooh, sleuthing, huh? I've done some radio work. We're back in the scoops game. Isn't sleuthing like a, a isn't that like a slow moving animal? That's a sloth. Okay. I've done <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, don't 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 look to him for help. <laughs> I've done some sleuthing. U of L, they've got to commit. There is a commit that has happened. There is a commitment that has happened. Oh, but he's haven't announced it yet. Hasn't announced. Oh, this is what all the players are referring to. We're holding back. I on can't people. tell you when the announcement's going to happen. I do know that it's one of the guys who's visiting next month. One of the guys who's in for this big June seventeenth weekend visit. I asked Keith when who he thinks it is. Okay, I like how he's reading his phone by the way, so we know he's taking it seriously. Yeah, I'm just I'm making sure I'm he's checking all checking the boxes. The text message. Yeah. Check the box for the Mike Rutherford check. Check the box. Keith is just he's he's just guessing, but he's like you know, Clarkson's been tweeting a whole bunch about DeAndre Moore recently. Pierce Clarkson's recruiting DeAndre Moore harder than any school. Like receiver, every right, he's the receiver. Like they they've played seven on seven together. Yeah. He's he'd be the highest rated receiver to ever commit to U of L. And Clarkson has been like every time he tweets anything, it's been like DeAndre Moore. So that would make sense. Like if it's DeAndre Moore, this would be Pierce Clarkson kind of setting the table and letting anybody everybody know, hey, like I'm. I'm I'm helping you guys out a lot. I mean, not to mention also with the two names that we've talked about doing the eye emojis. I mean, you would think it's a California kid involved in this. You would have, That's a safe guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, it could be wrong, but that would be the safe assumption. Now, the the other player that Keith is like, hey, I'm just kind of guessing, is this uh, Kyle Porter, who I believe is another uh, wide receiver. I I don't know as much about him as DeAndre Moore. We've been uh, Kyle Parker. I mean, I said Porter. Yeah, I was thinking like <laughs> Michael Porter. <laughs> yeah, not not Michael Porter. <laughs> Kyle Parker, uh, who is another class of 2023 wide receiver. Now he is. This kind of goes against what you were saying because he's from from Texas. Um, a lot of crystal ball predictions on 24/7 Sports uh, have him going to Louisville. Dave Lackford, who usually on top of this sort of stuff, uh, he had, he predicted back in February that this would be a Louisville kid. Uh, Texas was really hard after him once upon a time. Uh, they had some crystal ball predictions, but it seems like he's more than likely going to wind up committing to Louisville. 
maybe he's that's who we're talking about. Keith is, is throwing that out there, but more might make more sense. Once again, like I'm hoping it's somebody that we just haven't even talked about, like just like a five star kid from California. That we're like, oh, we didn't even know we were recruiting him. Boom. Because all these other kids, it sounds like we're in good shape with. But it is somebody. How often do we sign somebody that you had no idea they were being recruited nowadays? Well, though? Brian Bowen. That was about the only one. Okay. <laughs> Very okay. rarely. The one example is not the one I want to hear. But once again, the, the only thing that I can tell you definitively after doing some, some, some scooping is that it's one of the players who's coming on this gigantic recruiting weekend uh, next month. And that's a lot of players on that recruit trip, it's, right? This is the, that's the big one. The June 17th weekend. Clarkson's back in town. Um, Madden Sanker's coming. More will be around for that weekend. Just off the top of your head, how many recruits we're talking about? Like 10, 15? Oh, more than that. Oh, 20, 30? It'll be a lot. Like we're coming on like a charter bus over more here? More than you can imagine. We, we had, if you remember last year, that was the weekend where we, the recruiting weekend, where we brought all like the nice cars that all those kids were like taking pictures with and putting on their Instagram, which Vaguely. is a brilliant move because this is what the kids want to do these days. Like, yeah. they, you know, I'm looking cool. Look at what UofL is doing. And it very clearly worked. Pierce Clarkson was on that recruiting trip. Like he, and he's gotten the ball rolling on all this Did stuff. Did we have Jack Harlow there that trip? And we're going to, and will he be in town for this trip? He's in town this weekend. I mean, we need him in town for these trips. We need a basketball recruit in town this weekend. It's Mal- get Malachi Smith here. Take him yeah. to Forecastle, bring him up on stage, write a song after him. Yeah, him or Wheeler. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe just giving up on him? Well, who, I say Hunter. I hunter yeah, I was, like, I was like, what? Oh, well, I said Wheeler. Yeah, Sorry, <laughs> yeah Tyre, I have given up on Tyree Sutter. He's not coming here. Okay. I'm upset about it. Just cut, cut strings there, okay. Yeah, I'm not. Look, would love to be wrong. Give me something, but there is nothing that says that he's not just kind of stringing us along at this point. We'll see. All right. Maybe he's you know, again. Get him in town. Get him in front of Jack Harlow. Get him an NIL deal. Let's make this happen. But yeah. I think he's. Who's Texas have to offer musically? I mean, I mean, folk music. The kids aren't listening to that. No, but he's getting that bag. I think it's more about the bag. It's all about that oil cattle money. And the on three, by the way, the the recruiting percentage that they have Tyrese Hunter going to, they've got Purdue as the favorite right now. But it's basically according to their. Basketball, right? It's down to Purdue, Tennessee, Texas, and Gonzaga. They give both Louisville and Kansas less than 1% of a chance to land Tyrese Hunter. That's crazy because at the beginning, it seemed like it was us in Kansas. Yeah. And like we've come both of us completely just. Been, if that's the case, and then there's there's no way you can convince me probably that the idea of a possible sanction, next year sanction was not this this kid's perspective in terms of where his next destination was which, be. which seems strange because he's just a freshman i, I mean yeah but you i'm guessing think, though, he's, he's assuming, probably thinking he's going to play one year and then exactly. go to the nba I, mean, I, I think he's thinking that this next year is going to be his last year yeah. in college he wants to make as much money and be under as much of a you know microscope spotlight as he can possibly yeah. be and the potential of not being able to play in the ncaa tournament is interesting here's i wanted to actually bring this up there was a a report from kind of a like an off beaten source. It was one of these like radio reports from a from an outlet that covers college basketball and th- the nuts and bolts of the, of part of their report was that the NCAA is more than likely moving to a punishment model where they're not going to ban teams from the postseason anymore, but they're going to ban coaches from coaching in the postseason. Now, interesting. What's really interesting about this is like 3 months ago, I had heard from somebody in a in a college basketball circle who covers Kansas predominantly who had said just kind of in passing Kansas expects to be without Bill Self and uh, one of their assistants for the next two postseasons and like 
I, I heard that and I kind of thought, does he mean just like they're going to be suspended for two seasons? Like, like what is that? Like, yeah, cause and, that, is that the two whole, entire seasons? Yeah. As a whole, yeah. That, that's what I assume because, like, you know, I, some punishment coming. Like, we've never had a punishment like that where it's you can coach the entire regular season um, and then when postseason play comes along, you got to be sidelined. So I just sort of thought, like, the guy misspoke or maybe he was talking about a two year ban. But now with this report coming out like three months later, would not shock me if the NCAA has a little bit of like Kansas has like an insider with the NCAA who's tipping them off because like everybody loves Bill Self, everybody loves Kansas, and it said this is what the punishment's going to wind up being when all said and done. Like that's hey, just something to keep an ear out for. If we wind up hearing this and people are reacting to it like it's shocking, just remember Rutherford Show was talking about it first. I mean, let's also think about it. If you're Louisville, the perspective of them attacking, you know, not punishing the school slash kids. You ain't keeping Kenny Payne out of the tournament. Coaches, th- that means Louisville's not getting anything. That would mean we would just get like recruiting restrictions. Yeah, maybe. Monetary yeah, punishments. Possibly a TV scholarships. Kind of maybe ban of some kind. I mean, I don't think they would. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. Too much money on TV. That's true. NCAA's not messing with people's money. Yeah, yeah, right. The days of UK. They're taking some. The days of only getting to watch UK on tape delay on, on pilot on Channel 2 at 1 in the morning are over, right? But you're right. Like, yeah. if, that, if this winds up, and again, this is not solid by any sort I mean, that sucks for Iona and, Lul- and Patino a little bit, but... they would Iona would be affected. Like, yeah. you, you would assume that Rick Patino would be held out of postseason play for a year. The other schools involved in all of this, besides Kansas pretty much, though, are are, are scot-free. And I guess Xavier would be involved well, in this, too, because Miller, Sean Miller yeah, exactly. will wind up getting some sort of... Like, that's... And if Will Wade lands anywhere, who knows? I mean. It's also a very strange punishment. Like, like I mean, it, it almost kind of makes more sense, though. I mean, cause, uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know how. I mean, because sometimes the school is involved. It's not just the coach. I mean, but it's hard to like punish the school without, like you said. I guess you could do scholarships, but then again, that's that's more punishing future kids than anything. I mean, also, how bad would you feel? Like, let's say that Kansas like lost early in this year's NCAA tournament, and they win back to back national titles with Bill Self out. And they do like it's like a six seed next year. Like they have like a, just a whatever regular season, and then whoever takes over for the postseason, they just roll. It'd be an awful look for Bill Self. I mean, I would assume that. I mean. That person's getting a pretty good cake job after they leave. Bill Self comes back again. Nothing, no, no hard evidence or anything like that. Just somebody to keep an ear out for. I would be okay with that more though, wouldn't you? Just yeah, the for coach sure. Only, obviously, yeah. I still think I, I don't understand. I've never understood the postseason ban punishment. I've never the, the vacating of records is, and I'm not just saying this as a little fan. I was saying this far before we ever even got into the the vacation business. Um, I think the vacation of records is the dumbest punishment possible. Like you, it just means we watched it. Yeah. The, the games are out there. You can watch them on YouTube. Like the, the games happen. I mean, you, you can make the school pay back the money. Maybe that's, I've always landed on that. If you I mean, really want to hit programs hard, if you really want to try to prevent something like this, the postseason bans aren't going to do anything, but punish kids who had nothing to do with this. Cause everybody else is gone. I get that. There has to be some punishment in all of this. Cause these are, even if you disagree with the rules, they're the rules you have to abide by them. I don't understand why you just don't go heavy with the financial punishments because at the end of the day, all this revolves around money. That's what pro sports do. It just seems like common sense. And you know who loves money? The NCAA. A little bit more in your pocket. Yeah. All of a sudden, you don't care about the cheating as much. And, and maybe some of these heavy hitters that you don't want to go after because you know it's a black eye for the sport, you don't have as much of a problem going after them because they can still play in the tournament. Yeah. They just got to give you a whole bunch of money. They don't get their uh, they don't get their tournament fee that year. You're worried about the weight room at the women's NCAA tournament. You don't want to dole out that cash to make it equitable. Boom, there's some extra money for you. Kansas is giving it to you. They had a dumbbell. 
<laughs> they had a dumbbell. Uh, so, again, just uh, just something to keep out. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's tax line. Again, we love Thornton's. If you're in the mood for some breakfast food, hop on into one of the uh, 75,262 area Thornton's locations. They've got donuts. They've got uh, croissant sandwiches. They've got bagel sandwiches. they got all this good stuff. They also have the best ice in America. Best ice in America, best coffee in America, best rewards program in America. It's the Refreshing Rewards Program. And download that Refreshing Rewards app. It'll save you money at Thornton's both inside and at the pump. And Lord knows you got to save uh, save money at the pump these days. 502-414-1450. almost 100 the other day. I'm filling up the car. It's getting up there. It's, it is it is wild. I looked at it. It was like 80-something. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Do you remember? Let's, let's do the old man game. How much it took to fill your car up when you first started driving? Oh, like, I don't know, like 12 bucks, 10 it was bucks. Incre- like I So I had that Chevy Lumina. Couldn't hold a whole lot of gas. Not a great car. My first was a grand, was a, a 88 Grand Prix or whatever. But I would do Miami. the thing, like back in the day, Like I would do the thing where you would go in and like just go to the cashier and be like, hey, $10 on pump three. Exactly. And they yeah. would say, you know, stop it right on the, the thing. And I'm like, okay. And $10 more times than not would fill up the entire tank for Lucille. I mean, I mean, I remember, yeah, you, somebody wants to ride, I give you two bucks for gas. Yeah. Like, two bucks for gas now will get you, like, out of the parking lot for me. Texas says, Trevor is a sleuth sloth. <laughs> Texas says, what if I go to Arby's and I order, quote, the Trevor, what am I getting? You did, We haven't mentioned this. You went back to the burger today. I did. Went back to the burger today. Um, they ended up giving me, I guess, I, I was weird when it, the, the total was more. I was like, did they raise the price on me? Like, uh, but it was, they, because that. Uh, my man Marcus, who's uh, who, by the way, knows me. I think now, like it went to open this out. Like you helping up, great young guy. He opened the window. He's like, "Hey, man, what's up today?" I'm like he's starting to learn me. Uh, <laughs> the, the nice elderly woman who brings the food out to you when you have to pull up, you know, because they had to wait on it. Uh-huh. She comes out, so sweet. She's like, "Hey, it's you again." She's like, "I won't charge you this time for delivery, but next time it's a dollar." Great like, joke. Always good. Great small talk I joke. Mean, yeah, lo- loved it. So the, I tell you, be honest with you, the, the people we got working up the Arby's, they've got this constant now hiring sign out front. Don't don't bother hiring anybody else. I love the people they got working over there. They're they're great people over there. But they he gave me the combo. I didn't even really want the fries, but I snacked on them a little bit. I so I came in here early yesterday. We do these like once every couple of weeks commercials that they air on the WB because we're yeah. we're owned by the same network. And our guy Jay always films it. Love Jay. And it's just Jay's me awesome. saying like what we're talking about the, the Rutherford show this week, which is usually me just like lying. I'm like we're talking about. It. I'm like I don't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> Who knows? Tune in. We don't know. Yeah. Trevor doesn't know. So we get done with filming, and he... I love seeing these commercials. By the way, when I watch OBW wrestling too on our channel, yeah. <laughs> I still have never seen one. I've seen them. I see them every week. So we get done, and Jay's like, here's some news that Trevor like might actually like. He's like, Arby's. And I'm like, don't do it, Jay. He's like, they <laughs> actually, I, I just saw they're having this new Wagyu hamburger. And I was like, Jay, Jay. He's already eating it. You, <laughs> you don't tell us Arby's breaking news. We tell you Arby's breaking news. If there's Arby's breaking news, we're going to let the people know about it. They're not going to inform us ahead of time. And I was like, Jay. He tried it on air on Monday. <laughs> I mean, I woke up that day that the, the, the news was released, like on Twitter, people tweeting at me. Look, yeah, exactly. Like, here it is. Yeah. We're, we're going to be the first to know. Yeah. <laughs> you kind, kind, poor, innocent child. Yesterday was the was back to the chicken bacon ranch. A bit, ch- chicken, chicken bacon Swiss, though. You nailed it. Oh, I didn't want to say ranch. Texas Summer of Arby's. It's hot Arby's summer. <laughs> I mean, it feels like an Arby's night. Texas Buddy, says, man, come on. And I, the, the best part about the show is I don't even know. This is from like 15 minutes ago. I don't even know what this is in reference to. It just says, Jesus Christ, Trevor. 
<laughs> Could have been five different things. Who knows? Can you be more specific, please? Yeah. Um, Texter says, I've got a quick, funny WKU story since you have some time to kill and there's no baseball game. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go till nine tonight. You know what? I'm going to read it. Okay. Says, no joke, Mike. Many years ago, my buddies got drunk down at a Western frat party. The party got shut down. They somehow stumbled into Diddle Arena and got into the press booth. There may or may not have been a WKU football helmet that went missing that may or may not still be missing to this day. (laughs) Anyhow, they got PLS that Saturday night um, and had court that Monday morning. Got drunk the night before court on Sunday. One buddy passed out with his legs hanging out of the car. It rained all night, but he had to go into court in front of the judge, hungover in soaking wet jeans. That's a good story. <laughs> Theft. So did he have to go to court because he stole the helmet? I don't really. I, I, I don't. Like, I'm, I'm curious how. Like, <laughs> I don't follow that part of the story, but I, look, it's still good. I mean, I, I would ask why he had to go to court, but like the first part of the story kind of self-explains that probably there's a reason why he is in court. Yeah. Mean. Texas best part about getting married young before all your friends is that I will go down as the drunkest best wedding of all your, all your friends. I blacked out at my own wedding. What a party! Big thanks to my father in law, uh, and then dollar sign dollar sign. That is true. Like the, the first when you're like in your early twenties, the first of your friends to get married, like that wedding is going to be raucous because like you're so excited to be like because weddings are for like the the friends of the people getting married and usually like the twenty somethings. And See, oh, I don't know I some don't, of those were some of those got. Got very, very bad. By the way, he says PLS was, they, they got, he, mean, he meant PIs. They got public intoxications. Oh, well, I kind of saw that coming. Uh, I don't know. I see, I never did the, all of my friends just didn't get, I mean, two of my best friends, one doesn't believe in marriage, even though he's been with the same woman for like 25 years. And the other one's like got, just got like a marriage, like a downtown certificate. Like, I, I haven't been to two, I don't go to a lot of weddings. Like, between you and TJ doing the show with him, like you got maybe is it a Catholic school thing? I mean, yeah, I mean not as much anymore. Like my the, the prime wedding period of my life has has moved on. I mean, most of the wedding, majority of the weddings I've gone to in my life are just like family related. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't go to a lot of, a lot of weddings. I guess I never have. Made some good ones back in the day. I got in trouble a lot of times. Just bad news. <laughs> It's bad news for me. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, Texas says you should be. You can't, you, gotta, you can't elaborate anymore on that? or Well, no, I don't want to. Texas uh, says you should be watching. Stop pushing Star Wars on us, people. Like, Know your audience. You should be watching Star Wars Celebration right now on YouTube with all of us doing live analysis and critiquing of what they're releasing, telling us today. All and, I know is they're doing a show about Andor. Andor? Andor. You're talking about with the Wookiees? Exactly. And, yeah. It's I green. I, I like mean, it. I like, I like Star Wars. I just. Disney's just milked that cow utterly dry to me. Yeah, it's but, just getting to the point where it's like I'm. I'll, 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 if you want to talk Star Wars with me, let's talk real Star Wars, like seventy seven, eighty, eighty three Star Wars. Texas intern Jacob probably just ate like Trevor for one day and is now <laughs> vomiting profusely. <laughs> I thought I was like mean to him or something. I was like, was, was I? I think you just didn't like the the shots at UK. <laughs> did we take too many shots at UK? He did not like our Devin Booker slander. Oh, that's probably well. I mean, sorry, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't like hearing it's about too bright. Them. It's too bright. You don't like turning those lights off. So, I'm sorry that your player favorite player is a choker. Texas says yesterday's show and specifically the five o'clock hour was maybe the best of the show so far. Incredible radio. Thank you. Was that just when we were doing the sixpence on the Richard? <laughs> yeah, we just we played Kiss Me twice. <laughs> Some people like it. 
Text us for the beer snobs of Louisville. The deal was two dollar Tuesdays at Sergio's, where you get a pint of Bell's Two Hearted for two bucks. That's a that's a very good deal. That's a good deal. Uh, take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll, the one thing we haven't gotten to yet: the Pierce Clarkson mystery hoops recruit has it been solved? Do we have a huge hint? Maybe. We'll get to that after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on fourteen fifty and ninety six one, the Big X. Fell out of bed, dragged a comb across my head. Found the way downstairs and drank a cup. And looking up, I noticed I was late. Found my coat and grabbed my hat. Made the bus in seconds fly. All my life I've been searching for something. Something never comes, never leads to nothing. Nothing satisfies, but I'm getting close. At the end of the rope All night long I dream of the day When it comes around And it's taken away Leaves me with the feeling That I feel the most Feel it come to life When I see your ghost Welcome in Final segment here Of the Thursday edition Of the Mike Rutherford Show What are we going to have Now that we don't have Bats baseball Officially canceled By the way This reminds me of the NHL 2003 soundtrack Best video game of all time was it on that? Oh, I was on that. It was great. I just I remember one of my roommates, like, who's this huge Metallica fan. His roommate's time. He's the one that he told the story that had the uh, Eminem song stuck in his CD player. Yeah. And when I was in Devonshire, I would play a damn song every morning, like eight o'clock. But like with this, he was huge. Like he loved this song when it came out. And this is another one he would like play over and over and over. It was this. They had Jimmy Eat World of Sweetness. <laughs> I was swimming free. Whoa. <laughs> we played that video game. Constantly is great. Anyways, what do we have? Bass baseball canceled tonight. Yeah. What do we have going on in the Big X afterwards? Do we know? That means we're going to have uh, a full replay of uh, our boys uh, MZR from the, that plays from the 2 o'clock hour usually. Do we have – did New Albany win? That, the one that Indiana Larry, I think, is just utterly hates and texts in about how much he despises them. Oh, Martin. man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Did, uh, did New Albany baseball win last night? I don't know, but I can tell you this. It didn't end until almost 1 in the morning. Damn. Douglas calls me at like 11.45, and he's like, just want to let you know. Hey, Trevor, just want to let you know that, you know, that uh, the Bats game is still, it's in the bottom of the six. It's, it goes seven innings, and I'm like, it's 11.40. I mean, I know it got pushed back, but I was like, Douglas, it's a high school baseball game. Uh, it must have been a different time zone, I assume. Otherwise, they couldn't. The high school game can't go past midnight, right? New Albany won. Did they end up winning? Okay. That's my team because, again, they follow me on Twitter. The only ones you that love do. Them. You love so, them. So, yeah. you know, I'm all about my Bulldogs. They take down Floyd Central 3-1. to one. They will now meet Jeffersonville, who also won the over Jen- right Jennings there. County. Well, I think New Albany Floyd Central is too, isn't it? Yeah, but Jeff and New Albany, I think, is the most They're the heated. big one? Yeah, it's the heated rivalry. New Albany versus Jeff. That is the Section 4A uh, sectionals. Uh, whatever. I mean, come on, Indiana. Keep it simple. Uh, the championship game, I guess. That's on Saturday, I believe, right? 11 a.m. Yeah, we're going to hopefully, even with the doubleheader of the bats now added on, we're going to be able to get, I guess, the whole, that whole game if, if we can. Let's do it. Let's go New Albany. I think we were hoping, we were expecting to get the whole coverage, but. Now we also have. Figure that out. A little bit of a rivalry with uh, now your your uncle, because we're going to have Trinity versus Mail in the seventh region semifinals coming up here. Well, that was supposed to be yesterday, and he got 
No, that was regionals were yesterday, the quarterfinals. Okay. It got um, pushed. It was supposed to be at Mayo, and then they moved it to Trinity for some, I mean. Because I guess Trinity has the turf field, and Mayo doesn't. Ah, uh, because, okay, that makes sense. Okay. All I know is Mayo beat Ballard one nothing. To advance. That's what Mail does. Trinity Ballard beat Portland Christian 19-4. to Manual beat Highlands Latin 11-3. to And San X beat Christian Academy 5-2. to So the semifinals of the 7th region tournament will be Trinity Mail. Uh, that is to Saturday. 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 5.30 at UofL, Jim Patterson Stadium. And then do uh, Manual versus St. X following that game at around 8 o'clock at UofL as well. Man, they get to play at UofL now. We get to play at Eastern back in, when I was in high school. Big drop off there, right? Short porch. Gave up, a, gave up some line drive home runs there back in the day that should have been outs. Couldn't tell you. I played basketball at Eastern, but not, not baseball. Good gym. Baseball field was, was always in good shape. It was just too short. If you gym could, was okay. You could poke it out of there pretty easily. And that's what she said. <laughs> um, let's talk about the, the Pierce Clarkson thing. So we mentioned this yesterday. I think it was two days ago, actually, that I, I, I felt like I had maybe had a little bit of an in. That uh, Pierce Clarkson, when he was talking about a month ago. Does he follow you on Twitter? He does. About a month ago, he was talking about – Trevor, come on. A basketball recruit who was going to commit to Louisville that was going to be a surprise. And you and I went through the 2023 class. We looked at mm-hmm. California kids, and we are like, you've decided it's Bronny James. Oh, like, I, I mean, I already know it's Bronny, so maybe not be – he might not be talking about Bronny because Bronny's already locked in. So two days ago uh, – I forgot his name again. Something Jordan from Sports Illustrated, recruiting writer. No. Michael? He went on with, uh, with, with Marcus Maven and Steve Rummage over on 93.9, and he was talking about, uh, obviously, the DJ Wagner stuff and the other kids from the 2023 class that Louisville was in on. And I, I, he kind of slipped up and sort of said Im- or implied oh, yeah, yeah. that Jamari, a.k.a. Jiggy Phillips, from the class of 2024 Jiggy, yep. was, was already or was going to commit to Louisville. And this was a surprise because he had been offered by Louisville at the beginning of this month, right around the time that Pierce Clarkson made those comments. But up until this point, he has been widely regarded to be a heavy, heavy UCLA lead. So we mentioned on yesterday's show that Travis Graff of uh, of Rivals had put in a prediction of DJ Wagner going to Louisville. The hiring of Milt, he'd, he'd heard enough. He changed his crystal ball prediction from Kentucky to Louisville. A little bit more under the radar, he made another prediction. Jamari Phillips to Louisville. Hmm. 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 Five-star guard, class of 2024, so it wouldn't be for a couple of years. I don't know if... You know, these days you look at a kid from two years and you're like, can he reclassify? Like, is that part- can, he, can he be here this year? Get out of my head. That's what I was going to ask. Can he jump two classes? Can we get him on? We need guards. Can he play next year right away? Poor uh, Jeremy he, Tyler. He could, if, he could, if he'd been just a few years later, he could just reclassify. Just going to reclassify. Instead of going to Europe as a junior. I would have liked to have reclassified right through high school. Just, just you know, started it halfway through my freshman year. Be no, you know what? I'm, re- I mean, I I'm reclassifying did. to 2000. I kind of did that. Well, yeah, kind of. Well, because when I left my junior year of high, Wagner, but I went to JCC and then or JCHS, and where it's a correspondence school, and I be I was basically had enough credits to be a senior, like within like two weeks. So you just reclassified? Pretty much, yeah. Just knocked it out. And then I got lazy. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> I was like, ew, I'm a senior, already. awesome. Anyway, Jamari Phillips, <laughs> he's a five star prospect from the 2024 class, six foot three, 170. He's listed as a shooting guard. Not sure if he could be a combo guard. He is the number 15 overall player in the class. According to the 24-7 sports composite rankings, the number five shooting guard. Um, I mentioned UCLA's offered him. Kansas has offered him. Illinois has offered him. Cal's offered him. He had, again, up until this week, widely regarded to been widely regarded to be a heavy, heavy, heavy UCLA lean. But currently, Louisville looks like it I mean, might be a good I think he's just kind of waking up and realizing Mick Cronin sucks. 
Maybe. Maybe that's what he, he's listened to the show. He's, just he's heard the Mick Curran slander. It's opened his eyes, he, and now he's ready to go. He's not listening to the podcast out there, and he's like, wow, you know, this Trevor guy, he's not only just handsome and, and smart and has awesome taste in food. He knows his coaching. But I think he may have a thing about Mick Curran. He may be right. This guy is a little weasel. Another guy that we blast from the past on the recruiting front, do you remember when, I guess, Kenny Payne's first time going out and going to one of these recruiting tournaments, he went and spent an extra day at the tournament. I think it was in Orlando and not the one in Indianapolis. I mean, my short-term memory's not Okay, bad. okay, just let me finish. <laughs> he decided to stay the extra day, and people were like, well, what's he doing? And it was yeah. allegedly to, to keep a closer eye on Elijah Fisher. Who was the 2023 point guard, uh, big point guard, six foot six, and there was like, oh, this may be the guy for the future. And then for whatever reason, like a week later, we heard Louisville was kind of backing off. They they knew that it wasn't going to happen. Well, today we find out he has reclassified and he is going to play at Texas Tech. And when Texas Tech gets involved with a kid, more times than not, you can just back off because hey, it was it was before nil. It's going to be after nil. They find a way to get it done. I mean, how's Texas Tech? I mean, isn't Mark Adams like like? Bad guy recruits? Well, he is when you want to leave. I mean, I he's not when you want to come play for him. I guess. I'll just never forget when... He's getting the bad rep, it seems like, on, on the Twitterverse amongst the, the players. And How does he keep getting recruits? I don't know. I, I'll just never forget the weekend that we had both Samuel Williamson and Jamias Ramsey in town. We did the thing, wise move by Chris Mack and company, where they would do open runs at the the, the Little Yum, and they had like Donovan Mitchell back. He was playing. Uh, Russ Smith was playing. I think Montrez Harrell was playing. Like All these... These big-time legends are playing with these high school kids. And clearly Sam Williamson was blown away. Jemias Ramsey thought it was very cool. And when they leave, you know, I'm kind of I'm texting people, and I'm like, I'm assuming we're in pretty good shape with these kids. They're like, Williamson's coming here. They're like, Ramsey, he's going to go to Texas Tech. And I was like, why? They're like, they're offering him. <laughs> like, I don't even remember him. Yeah, we can't. He ended up playing a couple of years there. Like, like we, we're not going to be able to, to match what they're going to give him. And he wants certain things. He's going to get certain things down there. And that's the way it's going to be. And sure enough, like the next week, he was going to uh, he was going to go to, to Texas Tech. I think he played. I think he played two seasons there. And now he now he's in the, the G League. But okay. he was he was he was fine. He was OK. Not great. He was like uh, he, he may have just played one year. They give one blue chips, walked up to coach said. A blue chip athlete like me thinks he deserves, you know, twenty thousand dollars and a double bag will be fine. Yeah, what are you going to do, Matt Nover? Um, Thornton sex line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Texter says, oh, "Can't remember that." Texter says, <laughs> I love it. "You know it's bad. You know it's got to be somehow really bad when you go. Ooh, I can't read that. Yeah, I mean it's just you know it's, it's just." I can't read it. Okay. Texas said I went to Kentucky State University and Two Keys Tavern on Thursday, Thursday, and Lexington was off the chain or EKU. I never went to I never went to to Richmond. Never went to EKU. I heard decent things about it. Yeah, I've never hung out in Richmond either. I know I know some people that went to, to EKU, but I try to avoid partying anywhere where there's a, a large police station presence. Um, Texas says UK baseball is playing better than Louisville now. I mean, not really. Well, congratulations. When when it's all said and done, we'll see where you're at and where we're at. One's going to be in the NCAA tournament hosting and one's and not. And the other's not, yeah. So congratulations on playing better today. Um, same text says, do you think UofL will win a rough this year for the first time in over 5,000 days? Do you think Louisville will win two games in a row for the fourth time since 1990? What a terrible stat this year against UK. I mean, like That's a good stat if it's the first time since 1990, but for the fourth time since, like, like come on, like that doesn't. Doesn't move the needle at all. We get it. We know you've won more than times not, but you know what hasn't happened? You've not won since the pandemic. You know what else? We're the first one to get a sweep in the series. Yeah, football, ba- basketball. Yep. Now, recently, don't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because when you're first, 
They can't take that away from you. Texas says, come on, pushing Star Wars on you is like a 1 out of 10 derailment on frustration scale compared to DK's derailments. He's yeah. got a point there. He's not wrong. Where's my 45 seconds, by the way? We're getting there. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be the last 45 seconds of the show. Texas says, did you just say Metallica for all my life, Trevor? Come on, man. No, I said my buddy was a dire Metallica fan, and he loved that song, though, by Poo Fighters. Texas I, too, have a problem with poking it out too easily. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. Come on. Um, <laughs> all right, you want to do it now? Fine. You had AEW last night. It was the big go-home show. Did I get that right? Technically, yeah. Go-home show. You were all excited the about pay-per-view it. Pay-per-view was live in Vegas. Give me your reaction. Like, was it everything that you wanted it to be? It was a good show. Solid show. Uh, great cage match between Ward. Are you timing me? Uh, between Wardlow and uh, Sean Spears, MJF. A uh, lot, lot of shenanigans. It was a fun little match. Wardlow obviously won, so now he'll he'll get his match at, at, at double or nothing on Sunday. Uh, great tag team match between uh, 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 Pavangi Vice and uh, and FTR. Even though it was a, end up in a, in a disqualification because uh, Jeff Cobb and company ran in, which you don't get a lot of DQs in AW. In fact, technically it was the third ever, I think, in three years. Uh, even though this was a Ring of Honor technical match because it was for the Ring of Honor mat- tag team belts, maybe that counts only. Uh, good Samoa nah, Samo Joe Kyle Riley match was kind of sloppy. They looked a little off. Uh, the women's match was a little sloppy between Tony Storm and Britt Baker, but not too bad. Happened. Um, some good, uh, obviously, the uh, private party was a nice little ma- fun match, getting beat up by Black, uh, the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. Overall, not a bad show. Great, great little promo uh, segment with uh, Sam Punk and Adam Page. For the title. So, it's going to be, I'm telling you, this pay-per-view on Sunday. I mean, this thing might be like seven hours long. It is loaded. What's it called? Unforgiven? Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Nice. They only do four pay-per-views in AEW. They, they, they stick to the traditional big four. This is the the original, the technically the original as AEW. But uh, their first show was Double or Nothing three years ago. So, this is the three-year anniversary of AEW in Las Vegas, Double or Nothing. Is Gangrel going to be like first match, second match? Uh, I know, but the texture yesterday didn't let me know that Gangrel has been working uh, with training in a, uh, with Paige Van Zant. Where's the new brood? Do you know who Paige Van Zant is? No, I remember the Rob Van Zant. That was Rob Van Dam. Okay, Saturday. Rob Van Dam is awesome. By I don't way. know. One of my- Maybe top five favorite wrestlers of all E-C-Dub. time. EC Dub. EC Dub. Oh, he's the whole effing show, baby. See, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, no, Paige Van Zant's a uh, MMA fighter who's getting into wrestling. And uh, supposedly Gangrel has been working with her and training her. Okay. So, uh, what was the other question you asked me? Well, when get, when's Gangrel going to be on? There? He'll be there eventually. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but, so solid, solid go home show. Uh, they're being in Rampage is live tomorrow night. So uh, I believe there's the other two Owen Hart matches. I thought they were going to be all last night, but they moved some of them to tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Texas, that's well over forty five seconds. You're right. We let him go. <laughs> Trevor time works differently. I mean, how often do I go over 45 seconds? I mean, not, that's a rarity in my life. Okay, okay. Did, did you see the uh, – this just broke. I know. I think you saw it during the break as well. People have been asking if the other assistants have found homes from last year's team. We now know Cahill Fennell, who has a, had a great relationship with uh, the players. They all have spoken very highly of him. I think he's an awesome dude. He's going to be an assistant at BYU this him. season. You want to talk about a culture change? <laughs> well – Probably a good thing. I mean, to get to BYU from what we had to deal with the year last year. 
I'm happy for him. I'm, I'm glad he found a landing spot. And it, what should be a good team. And, Who are you still? Is That's uh, Pope, right? Mark Pope is still yeah, the head still coach, coach there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of rumored to be in the mix for the Louisville job, or he was at least tossed out there as a guy that we should be considering. And I think promptly shot down by every Louisville fan uh, who was uh, who had heard that rumor. BYU fade. They like had the hot start last year, but faded near the end, if I remember right. They did. They, they, and that's kind of been a, a thing for them in yeah. recent years. The computer numbers love them because they're always so good on offense. They just don't defend anybody ever. Did they? They didn't. Were they in the tournament last year? No, they. Yeah, they ended up missing it. They needed to do well in the West Coast Conference tournament to get in, and then uh, my boys from I'm wearing the shirt, San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah. Knocked them off, okay. and then that, that ended up keeping them out. I think they played in the NIT. I'm sure they were in the NIT. Exactly. And I, had a winning record. And I think I picked them to like go kind of far, and they didn't. If I'm remembering correctly, I know I caught a, I caught a few of their games late night last uh, during the late part of the season last year, and they there was one thing where they were up like 20 on somebody and in a blue almost barely winning the game in overtime it's almost choked it away well they're they're great to um to watch late because they score a ton of points <laughs> well, don't watch late night. don't play much defense and always have dudes that look like they're 28 years old because <laughs> half the time they are <laughs> have you ever seen the clip i think it was the it was it was either one of the halls because they have like they've had like 15 halls and they always are like going ball by the time they're like sophomores. Jesse Hall and like Tyler Hall, Spencer Halls. Like they, no. well, they scored a bunch of points. But one of them got fouled at a road game, and he's like on the ground. And he's got this weird look, and he looks up at the credit, goes, "Shut the f up!" <laughs> it's the best BYU clip of all the time. BYU, I get you suspended. Well, he walked a thin line, Trevor. I mean, that's the only school I know that ever suspended a guy for getting a little hanky panky with the girlfriend. Uh, yeah, uh, Jordan Davies had relations. It was what Brad Jordan- Davies wasn't it, or was it? I think Jordan Davies. I know it was Davies. Brandon Davies, right? Yeah, it says Brandon, yeah. That's why yeah. I said Brad, but it's Brandon, yeah. Just from the Wale song. Brandon Davies had relations. What if Jimmer were screwing? <laughs> that was it's a great line. Never heard. Yeah. Never heard never heard of Wale, but okay. Never heard of Wale? <laughs> no. He's a, he's a good rapper. Um Texas says Mike Page Paige Van Dant Zant is smoking hot. Nah, she's confirm or deny. I mean, I would kick her out of bed. And well, Trevor's got high standards floor. here, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's not setting the bar. It's a very good point. Uh, Texas says, uh, time is up on A&W root beer segment. <laughs> it's AEW. Oh, I can't wait to the pay-per-view. For Sunday. You want to come on and watch it with me Sunday? No. This is who I'm talking about, by the way. This is the – somebody sent in the picture of him. That's a – was a college basketball player. Like – that's the shut the F up guy. <laughs> Great player. <laughs> he's in his 30s. That guy, the texture says that's Putin's brother and he's at least 52 years old. <laughs> Is that because they have to go like on the Mormon trip for two years? They Is have that to do why? That, yeah. yeah. Which would be frustrating as hell. Like you get these guys, you're developing them. You feel like they're, they're you know, breaking out as a sophomore and then boom, they're gone for three years. And they come back. Maybe they, they don't do that for every player, though. Jimmer didn't do it. Not every player has to do it. But the I'm ones like Danny are, Ainge, I don't remember doing well, it. Well, the ones who are actual Mormons do it. But oh, the ones okay. who just come there for basketball and to you know abide by the code of I'm conduct. I'm assuming Davies wasn't part of that. <laughs> Brandon Davies did not go on a mission trip. <laughs> yeah. Did not happen. Well, Sean it, Bradley did. In a way, he did. Yeah. He went on his own mission <laughs> and uh, had a great time. That's, that's fine. Uh, let's remind you guys one more time before we get out of here. Our friends over at Shady Rays, they're going to hook you up with the best deal on sunglasses. It's summertime. The sun's going to be bright. You're going to be outside. You're going to concerts. You're going to the beach. You're going to the pool. You need the best sunglasses. And sometimes things happen. Sometimes you drop into the pool. They get stepped on. Shady Rays is going to hook you up with a deal where if you lose 
or your sunglasses are stolen, whatever happens to them, you break them, they're going to hook you up with a free pair in the first 30 days. And we're also going to hook you up with a deal. The first pair of sunglasses you buy from Shady Rays, use the promo code BIGX at checkout. It's going to save you 25%. You can't get two better deals than that. Go to ShadyRays.com, check out their wide selection of sunglasses, pick out the ones you like the most, use the promo code BIGX. They'll send you a pair. You lose them, you break them, they get stolen, whatever. Boom. Another free pair coming your way. Um, I actually, one time, I had a, a very nice pair of sunglasses stolen out of our car. Like, we have people, they usually just, like, are rummaging for change and money or, or whatever in the car, and they leave whatever else is gone. But they took a pair of sunglasses one time and, like, all the change. And then they left, like, this Target pair of sunglasses that was in there. And I'm like, did they just, were they trading? Did they feel bad? <laughs> these, these, these thieves have a heart. Like they, they left the pair they, that oh, they the had. Was it yours? No. They left a pair of sunglasses that was not, they were not mine. They were not Mary's. This was, like, five years ago. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess I applaud the sentiment, like, like <laughs> that we're not going to totally just rip you off and just take it. We're going to try to give you something back. I know it's not the same. Did you keep them wear them? They're still there. Yeah, we still have them. <laughs> they're in like the drawer of like emergency sunglasses or like emergency stuff that we just, emergency yeah. sunglasses drawer yeah <laughs> so like right next to the condiment drawer texas missionary really must take your soul out of you <laughs> <laughs> texas how did tyson tate let you on to talk about all the good L news is there some something they know that they don't yeah they usually only have me on when bad stuff happens i think they think the hiring milt wagner thing is very funny so they're going to try to make fun of it what, what's how's that funny I mean, just hiring Milt Wagner to get his grandson. It's like the national perception. It's like this is just a shameless ploy to bring in. I, and they also just don't have anything to talk about right now. Those are North Carolina guys, right? Tate's a North Carolina guy. Titus played at Ohio State. Okay. Yeah, he was the walk-on. He got famous for writing a book about being a walk-on. Ohio um, State probably, what, like 2000s or something when he played in Yeah, I think 07 to 11. Okay. His first year was the year they lost the championship game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then he uh, he's from Indiana, though. Like, grew up a big IU fan, like. Big IU basketball guy, like all okay. that stuff. Yeah, he's he's very very funny. Um, tonight we got M- NBA action. Got the NBA playoffs talk. I mean, I'm sorry, you were wrong last. Oh, I was wrong. You were right last. I night. I was right last you night. Called it, yeah. But the NBA game last night, all I kept hearing about because I couldn't, I was trying to get Virginia down to sleep. All I kept hearing is like, this game sucks. Nobody's making shots, but at least it's not a blowout. And then right when I get out, I'm like, oh, the Celtics are up by 16 now. It is a blowout. Yeah, it was it was in the midway through the third quarter, and I was thinking, do I want to start my wrestling now or wait till this is over? And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'll just watch wrestling. And I did. By the time the AW was over, the game had ended, and yeah. I was like, oh well. It's I didn't watch. Ended up not I watching like did more not than care, thirty seconds. Yeah. So we got Mavs Warriors tonight. Game five. Warriors lead three one. Mavs stayed alive with a game four victory, but they're back in San Fran tonight. I feel like the Warriors close it out. They're six and a half point favorites. I think they win. I'm gonna say it's a like decent game, and they end up like doing what they need to do to win by like eight or nine. Kind of like the last game. I mean, you're wearing a San Francisco sweatshirt, so you have to pick. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, you're obligated. Um, And I'm trying to think. I guess San Francisco is closer to Canada than than Dallas. I'm wearing a Canadian shirt. There you go. I mean, uh, regardless of clothing, I think, yes. I think San Francisco. Golden State. State, uh, Does anybody lead the league in, like, fake names instead of actual cities? Kind of, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Golden State, uh, I think, will win and cover tonight. Uh, And then we had to pick your game because you're wearing the shirt. Oilers Flames, game five. Do the Flames stay alive? It's in Calgary. Yes. Live for one more day. I think you're right. I'm going to say Flames win, and then they get beat back in Edmonton. Give me one more day. Give them one more day. Isn't that a, uh, a song? Give me just one night. Ooh, no, Give me no, one Jay. more day. I don't know. Probably. It's probably it's as like yet or something. Just Whatever. one more day. Whatever. Who cares? Is that shy? No, it's not shy. I think it was in sync or something. No, I didn't see. All for one, maybe? 
I think that was a uh, – what was the Lachey group? No, no, I'm thinking Wilson Pickett. 98 degrees? Just one more day. Same thing. Good. Fine. Great. No, there was rain. Just give me one more day and a break free from the chains. Right, we're ending the show. That's, on that note, we're out of here. <laughs> Everybody enjoy your Thursday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow, Friday, 3 o'clock. Getting ready for the holiday weekend. Catch us then. I want hidden up my sleeve. Hey!